Welcome, adventurers. You are listening to the Quest and Chaos Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash questsandchaos. Your support allows us to continue making this content. We're also trying to reach 10,000 subscribers over on our YouTube channel, where you can actually see us play all of these RPG shows. Plus, you get some great board game content that isn't available on podcast. Now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Quests and Chaos Podcast Network. Please rate and review us at your podcast provider of choice. This will help new and fellow chaotics find the chaos. Please consider downloading the episodes to your device rather than streaming. This will help us more accurately calculate our audience metrics. You are listening to the Chaos Agents, playing Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition, led by Dungeon Master Thomas Cook, weaving published and homebrew content together to form this unique world. I am Warren, and I play Uzo. Uzo likes to hear tales about himself, because when he could not see, that was his exposure to the world. I'm Aaron, and I play Ruckus Highborn, a human fighter. Insert door joke here. I'm Bo Christian Williams, and I play Remy the Fox, a swashbuckling halfling rogue who's the brains of the operation, and the looks, and all the other things. I'm Tiana, and I play Andraste Nialo, cleric of Lyra, affectionately known as Momdraste, and together we are the Foxy Irregulars. Join us now as we play Dungeons and Dragons. Oh. Oh, I didn't see you there. I was just reading uh, the Nord Game Spectacular Settlements book. The Craigatown uh, um, settlement there. Some orcs. They've taken over an abandoned uh, dwarven stronghold because it's haunted. They're setting up shop. Anyway. It looks like an actual atlas. Would you say they're not afraid of no ghosts? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Not oh even a God. full minute in, and we've got the first dad joke. Well done. <laughs> so, uh, if, I mean, first off, the size of this thing is girthy. That's what she said. It's so beefy. Pretty sizable. It's a sizable team. Um, so there are some, uh, A, this was written by Andrew Gertzen, uh, with contributions from some fantastic individuals, uh, including Meg. Uh, Meg, of course. Meg. Evan of from Total Party Chill. Um, Spike and Bo has one in here. I do. Um, this is part of our giveaway, our massive RPG quarantine giveaway that we are running right now. Um, and every time you share it, you get uh, entries. And it, it's a ridiculous amount of entries that you get. Like when you subscribe to our YouTube channel, you get five entries. Or when you awesome. do other things, and when you follow us on Twitter, you get two entries on on in, on Instagram. Is that a thing? Still a thing? Is Instagram yeah. still? Yeah, I grant. Tell your friends to follow us, and then just steal it when they win. Obviously. Yes, exactly. So what of these? Aaron, you post the social media. The <laughs> ultimate bestiary, the dreaded accursed, is part of that as well as a luck deck and a gale force nine uh npc characters cards as well oh really hadn't heard that one uh it's something i have extra of laying around 
random grab bag of things is is often what you win here at Quest and Chaos. So uh, thank you for that. Um, that is bit.ly slash QNC giveaway. Uh, takes you to the King Sumo. Yeah, well, that's the first big announcement. Um, the second one is the Hefner is amazing. That's just yeah. our second announcement. Half day. Uh, half day. There's half day, half day. There's all sorts of, uh, there's half, half land. Um, <laughs> what did Hef do? No, it, it, Hef, uh, he is our fantastic moderator. He shows up, he welcomes people, he thanks people for um, when they subscribe. For instance, our very good friend Seth, NGC457, 20 months wow. today. Wow. Um, so, you know, thank thank you guys for being part of our community and we really appreciate it. Don't worry, Tiana, I'll tell you what he did later. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Excited yeah. to find out the, 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 the Vegas uh, dish. <laughs> Oh yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is two years. Um, is that to the day? Two years to the, the day, day, and we made these irregular characters. I can't wait to that. Yeah. It took me two years to realize people. Uh, we didn't have to use feces for Ruckus's hair to stand up in. There's mucus in there. There's aspera. There's stuff. Yeah, There's it was just body. about where Ruckus like lands and spends most of his time. So. <laughs> I think Aaron. Aaron's still filling out parts of his character sheet too. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he still hasn't learned how to add, you know. I'll name the mom in a minute. I'll name the mom I had in a second. <laughs> that died. Oh my god! I'm I kidding. thought you already did that. Exactly. You don't know what's a joke. All right, I'm done. I've seen your notebook. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me grab uh, let me grab uh, uh, the D six is probably the best way to see the font on this die it's probably not a good way to see the font on this die actually no, you can just ask i me. love the font on that um i i love the font on these birds of paradise dice um these are the the these are the the actual birds of paradise dice which are being uh made and stuff and don't know the exact situation there but andrea who uh jumps into the chat andrea of the burbs um Maybe you can ask. It'd be interesting to see where we are because I'd love to get the Birds of Paradise dice into your hands. But in the meantime, you can get the Arizona themed dice, and you get twenty percent off or something percent off when you use the code Chaotic at checkout. There's a link in the chat with exclamation point Birds. This is why sponsors give us scripts because (laughs) you just. (laughs) <laughs> this is how we get stuck with getting Beershe with it. Not stuck, because we love them. Um, hey. That was a real good catchphrase. Don't even with hey, us. It's the Beersheist, and you know it. <laughs> you watch most not false. Our sponsors watch this, and we're like, no, we got to give him something to say. No, we. Jim, think, you got a trip. I think they like yeah. watching us squirm. I'm just going to be honest. I think that's my money. <laughs> I don't think anyone watches this. So uh, the other one is Nord Games. Um, we're using their Nord Games Luck Deck today. You can actually, for $4.99, you can buy the Luck Deck on Roll20. So all of you guys in your virtual tabletops, it's only 5 bucks to add it to your game. And it's not easy to do once you buy it. You have to uh, go back to your 
game page and then scroll all the way down and then there's a thing called add-ons and then you click add this to the game. Why doesn't it show up where everything else you purchase in the marketplace shows up? I don't know. <laughs> because that would With be that kind of attitude, I'm sure they didn't apply the chaos percentage. Roll 20 doesn't apply our <laughs> checkout code, do, do they? No, they don't. They can That's go out. All right. Fuck them then. <laughs> um, however, uh, you know what we do have? We have an amazing community. And last night, James, James came up with this idea. He said, you know what? Hey, why don't, uh, why don't we match? Uh, bit for bit, I guess, if you would. Uh, any money that came in from bits last night, let's donate that amount to the Red Cross because they are helping people get temporary housing as they are displaced from the California wildfires. And we raised $115 in wow. bits yesterday. So wow, James is going to donate $115 to the Red Cross. And wow. Amy and I are also going to do that wow. to the Red Cross. So we are doubling the amount that you guys gave yesterday. So we really appreciate that. That's amazing. Um, and then uh, in doing so, we also triggered the boy. So <laughs> nice. the boy has been triggered. And we are going to be doing a giveaway of a Nord Games deck of your choice. We are not limiting it to these to the lock deck. It might be uh, it might be the lore smith like uh, Dungeon Discoveries decks because Nord Games is the North American distributor of those items. So those are available as well. Or you can get a t-shirt if you so want one of those. Who knows when we're going to do that giveaway at some point. Can um, we uh, thing, comment yes, on like what an awesome gig that must be to just like sit around and think of fantasy places to visit and then create add-on accessories for games? Like what... How did Anderson? Uh, I just totally butchered his name. Andrew, get that role. How does how does one get that gig, Andrew? Andrew Gertson, you like slammed his yeah. name together. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Start writing. Start writing. Talk to people. Oh, uh, don't make me do stuff. I just want to do it. Well, see, that's that's, <laughs> that, that's is, part of the hustle, man. Yeah. So so being in that book, that's my that's uh, my name is in that book. It's a writing that's credit. That's the first thing that I've written for, officially. You know, oh yeah. Uh, other than the you know scripts that I've copyrighted, that's those are movies. Well, so the other thing that happened. I like just, the one about the oh, chimpanzee, by the way. Uh, every which way but loose. That's my that's my best credit. <laughs> under a pseudonym of somebody else. Of course. And, I'm, and I must have wrote that when I was four. And drunk. <laughs> under Thomas Four uh, and drunk. <laughs> That's what yep. happened. Now we know. Now we know. <laughs> mm, Gordon Beer still in the fridge. All right. So, uh, but one of the things that did happen is uh, Seth, with his uh, subscription earlier, pushed us to 29 subscribers on our subscriber giveaway list bar, task bar. Um, it's not a task bar. It's a countdown bar. And then somebody else I will get to. Um, see, Rex A676 subscribed to push us 230 and then I think Lonely Yeti pushed us over that to 31 so we're going to do uh, a Nord Games Luck Deck giveaway as well today so Hell those yeah. will be happening um, probably close to the break alright 
Now, Thomas Mayor. Yes, you may. And Thank I'm going to do something <laughs> in the chat. Uh, ready it because the Hef can't. <laughs> Hef doesn't know this one. Hef can't beat you to it. Um, no, as, as of today, a friend of mine, Adam DeWeese, who is the dungeon master for One Shot Onslaught and Halfway to Heroes, he is the brain behind the Majestic Goose Network and a dear friend. I play with him on Roll for Weird and a couple other things that I do that's not Quests and Chaos. Um, he published a module, a uh, standalone adventure on Dungeon Masters Guild today. It is called uh, the Tournament of Tokens, and it's for uh, four, four to six characters, first to fifth level, depending on how you want to scale it. It's the first arc of Halfway to Heroes, so I've listened to it. It's a lot of fun. It's great. And uh, there's a couple familiar names in there because Adam decided to pull in patron people and didn't tell me he was putting my name in there. <laughs> No shit. <laughs> so <laughs> myself and and Jeremy Fair, who's another of the patrons and also on Roll for Weird with me, uh, are the people who are giving the quest, Tiana and Jeremy. And there's also the Foxy Irregulars as a team that the uh, adventurers can compete against. They'll oh, lose. they don't stand a chance. They don't stand yeah. a chance. It's <laughs> true. We're actually at the bottom of the list. I looked at it and went, come on, Adam. All right. <laughs> should all be made. This up. isn't... This isn't a All blood right. sport, but Uzo's going to turn it into one. <laughs> I got a new mitten idea, guys. I mean, I, I, I have seriously, so I actually got a copy of it because I'm a patron, and so I got a copy for free, and I have seriously considered running it as uh, a mitten, if, if Thomas would allow me. That sounds fun. It, it, it no, I, I mean, us versus them. Let's fucking go. Anything. <laughs> You're not to. even in the same room as the rest of the team. You just have to get more tokens than other people faster. Oh, yeah, if okay. Thomas, if Thomas says it, it's canon now. It's happening. Anything he says on camera, thin stone. As might as yep. well. Totally. Oh, yeah, go, I, I believe it's exclamation, uh, exclamation point module in the chat. Go and check it out. Adam's a great person, and I'd love to see this get around. Which, interesting, I just found out that exclamation point module is also some built-in function into stream elements, and I don't know what it does. So hopefully I don't. Well, that's good to know. Uh, yeah, so we are going to start off with some bits. Let's do this. Um, the Hefner, this was earlier, 500 bits to me for being smooth with that opening. You know, where I had the book up, and I was like, oh, I didn't see you there. Very smooth. Were, were there quotation marks around that smooth? No, no, no. It was, it was, it was, it was, it, was, it looked like it was, uh, very legitimate. Uh, it was not shade call, being call. thrown your way. No. Oh no! No no no! Not at all. <laughs> no shade. I mean, we then have the Hefner with one thousand bits to the players. That Thanks. Is I don't know. He was throwing some shade my way. Inspiration, um, and then we have another five hundred bits from the Hefner to me. Also saying I'm more smooth than I was before. No, wait, wait. It's just in. It's just in, everybody. Uh, not smooth. Oh. Not smooth at all. Oh. But I will take. So that should go to us then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. To me for not being smooth. Eh. As all things should be, it's balanced. <laughs> all right. Then we you have. Hold your eyes like that, Warren, when you're the one who keeps doing that too. <laughs> That's the thing that gets me. <laughs> Lonely Yeti. I, I have yet to find a Yeti that's not lonely. Mm. I've yet to find a Yeti. 
Uh, well, you know, <laughs> good place to start. I imagine they're lonely because it's hard to find them. Uh, 500 bits to the players. Thank you so much for that. We really appreciate it. Um, and I'm a big fan of Yetis as well. If, if they exist, they do, you know, you got to believe in them just like dragons exist or dragon or God or dragon. Like a Yeti would have been found, but a flying reptile that spits acid, like totally like, sure. Historically, (laughs) that's probably accurate. Yeah, yeah there's there's small ones that live in the ocean. It's big. It's big. No? I mean, we don't have uh we have we have two hundred and fifty bits for the players and two hundred and fifty bits for the DM. This is half causing chaos. So we're gonna have to break one of those tokens in half and have like half inspiration. I think I think uh I think I gotta oh. start the ten minute walk to the studio. <laughs> Put them up. <laughs> Um, How does this work? Is it like um, the thing they do they, for twins on their birthday where they rip a dollar and they're like, you can only spend the dollar when you both agree on what you're going to spend it on? That's a twin thing? Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, you've never heard that? Twins no. run in my family. Let's yeah. do it, Thomas. I will right. vote uh, against whatever Uzo rolls. <laughs> We're on the same side, you, you guys. You guys get to choose one representative to roll a d20 and roll 20. And I will roll once and whoever gets higher. Do it, Aaron. We- what do you Which, think? Me? Oh, I thought Why you not? meant. Okay, yeah, I'm doing I it. I think no, no. I think Tiana should do it because she rolled a nine last time. She's on deck. Am you I? have a. It's all right. Yeah. I rolled a six, so we're going to see what happens. Cool. Who's the favorite child? She rolled a one d four plus five. It's not the same. <laughs> uh, that's true. Okay. Ah, well, uh, it is. <laughs> it's a nine again. Winner, winner, chicken uh, dinner. So that is going to go to the players. Thank you. Have yes. trying to make us do the Solomon thing. Alrighty, right. So, uh, one last thing. Oh, I need to drink a water. That cool mug, is man. a dark but holy <laughs> goblin butt. <laughs> Thank you, Andrea. Goblin. We love it. Thank you, Andrea, for making that. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my gosh. It did eventually make its way to the studio, it just took a while because yeah. just or vaguely. <laughs> World. So you guys, um, you guys last time interrogated a guy who didn't have a lot of answers, who basically was a power hungry monster, and your family had known about the map and he didn't want anyone knowing about the map after he bought it so he killed him pretty simple for a bad guy but uh, pretty significant waste of life for such a yeah that's that that probably hurts i don't know they got he got a good 10 to, to 15 years out of uh no one knowing where anything was well, he could have got longer. If it weren't for those damn octopiers asking him <laughs> to clear out that one, uh, that one thing, and then Bo saying, "Oh, this must be connected to the cult." <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> well, it wasn't before, but now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute! I have the whole second arc of this thing. <laughs> nice. I love it when that happens when it, when one yep. random comment puts everything in the line. 
Yeah, and suddenly you end up with a book on Amazon. So it's crazy. <laughs> Not yet. Working on it. Okay. Um, all right. So uh, really, that was the recap. Looks really cool so far. That was the that was the recap of last week. You guys uh, tortured a guy, got a little bit of information out of him, and then uh, well, you didn't really torture him. No, we didn't. Huh? And that, and and that was actually the surprising part to me. And Ruckus hung him upside down. So yeah. as far hey, as torture, uh, I feel like that's really sorry, low on the Ruckus scale. and Uzo. Who wants the dino <laughs> upside down being maced in the face, but not like pepper spray mace? Yeah, like properly, like. Flail. I mean, me personally, I would take that over whatever Uzok would cook up. Um, not my arc. Not my, it- not my valor to steal. So, <laughs> yeah, that's you, fair. Now you want me to be this psycho again? No. First of all, I would have rammed that flamberge right up some orifice in his body. <laughs> I will not get specific, but there's many to choose from. <laughs> I am back for story. No, I was I, I was actually very pleased that, that that Ruckus chose to listen and just dispatch the guy, turning him into a lemur, which is like the greatest, but also deserved. The greatest plot point no one will ever give a shit about. It's it. <laughs> what? I liked it. I thought it was cool. I I I like. I still think about it a week later. I'm like, yeah, that was neat. That's good vengeance for sure. Mm-hmm. That's an eternity of damnation. That's good vengeance. And it's as, a, as a lemur, no less. Just. Huh. And it is more graceful than a flamberge in any orifice. Let's be honest. <laughs> Although it was, it was you were close to actually sending him to his uh, what he's been working for his whole life. Because what I don't get is like killed him with a regular weapon. He just would have went. To, if that's to, your, you're lucky. I'm here. That's if that's idea. your religion, why not just fall on your sword and get to paradise early? Yeah. I guess if there's more work to be done like a, here. Probably like a forty virgins thing, you know, where it's like you can't you can't do it yourself. That's not that's messed up. That's not how it works. Even in Christianity, you can't even do that. That's not how it works. You gotta I don't know, wish for it. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> and, and and also they, they follow they follow the, the, the Archduke of Greed. Like that greed I, I think would be holding grasping onto whatever you have and wanting more, and that would include life. So, well, and uh, more in the the afterlife as well as you stay and continue to to build your power and reputation and yeah, more but powerful it, in the afterlife. But you wouldn't, like a, you wouldn't necessarily want to fall on your sword because you always believe that you are the most powerful person on Tyrell. So you are going to be the person that you know bests everyone else, and then you're unconscious and tied up and can't do it yourself anyway. Exactly. So, yes. the <laughs> so you guys eventually made your way back to the Flynn residence, uh, and which is uh, with two uh, magical rings and a set of magical bracers, and you went straight to bed. Eight hours later, midday. After, after making absolutely sure that we used a spell magic to get the armor of the Octopiers off the two people who would have a point of exhaustion otherwise. We still don't have a fish tank. <laughs> We're not with the irregular phoenix. That's what all we need is an octopus. We don't, and we don't even need it to be alive. We just need an octopus. Right, but we would have had to go all the way from the upper city down to the docks, come out of the ocean carrying an octopus. This was just easier. This is why I asked specifically. 
how much of the octopus do we need? Can we just have a barnacle? A tentacle yeah, my like, imagination is just like a, a tentacle of an octopus. Go to the local no, restaurant. No, 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 no. First off, if you, if you came out of the ocean with a dead octopus, you cannot massage it while it's alive. Thank you. And that is just part of being an octopier. I mean, that is like... But that's not the stipulation. That's not the stipulation on the vest. Yeah, you're not massaging it on land, like in the water. It might be a loophole. uh, Absolutely loophole. Anyway. It feels like it's harder for me to argue if if these armors go by the creed of the octopiers, which I respect. I respect... (laughs) All right, so, Ruckus, you wake up. You hear a creaking coming to you, and you wake up to see the butler standing before you with a pillow. And he goes, oh, you, you are awake. Uh, I, have, I have matching silver forks, the finest in the whole house, just for you. Ruckus is just going to look at him in the eyes and look away, just like straight. Mm-hmm. Just turn back into his uh, into his blankets facing the wall now. Just leave me, butler. I never thought I'd say that. Sadly. Very, very well. I will, leave, I will leave the finest forks for you to choose. Take your damn forks! Good. <laughs> <laughs> Any... You hear him kind of whimpering as he runs out of the room. Oh, my God. I didn't, I didn't, didn't think it would go this way. <laughs> he doesn't want to make forks. And he runs. Uh, he does not want to make forks. You hear that several times. So, uh, uh, Andraste, Uzo, and Remy, you sort of wake up as something, as footsteps. Do, 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 do. He doesn't want to make forks. I, I imagine that after my four hours of trance, I just like rolled over and went, nope. <laughs> Face planted back into the pillow. <laughs> Actually sleeping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like, I'm not. I'm not. No. Just like sit up slowly. Four Remy, hours. who are you bothering this time? I'm right in his ear. No one. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. Kind of pins himself against the wall. What are you I- doing so close to me? Nothing, nothing at all. <sighs> How are you? I feel no worse for the wear. I'm actually, I feel stronger than before. Is that right? That was a good, solid night's rest. Yes. I'm. I'm also feeling quite. Uh, but uh, I, I don't know. It's. I feel like I could evade things much better now. Oh God! This is, why you this is this is why you don't level up that often. <laughs> because we want to role play it out, Thomas. Why do you yeah. hate fun? Come on, Uzo. <laughs> hit 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 me with some kind of spell that that requires uh, some some kind of dexterity aspect to it. Let's see what you got. Uh, I'm glad, that... glad you didn't ask me that because oh, my go-to on that is fireball. <laughs> Do you think you want to be quicker than the spells that I, I cast? Is that a game we want to play in this room? Uh, maybe not in this room. You're right. You're right. 
We we should though. I I feel like I could dodge your spells. Uzo hops up sprightly, starts stretching, and he starts like doing his little calisthenics exercises. Let's go outside, Remy. <laughs> and he starts walking down the stairs. A challenge. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go see if there's any breakfast to be had. And I'm gonna like look over at Ruckus and uh, as uh, if if they're if uh, uh, Uzo and Remy are leaving. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go and sit at, sit at the foot of Ruckus's bed and just like sit and sit there for a moment. How you doing? Oh God damn it! Hmm? Um, hmm? I I I feel like I'm doing fine. Perfectly fine. Not. Uh... Not missing the forks, not thinking about anything else, not thinking about where to go from here. Because <laughs> I'm always, I'm always the guy with the plan. I'm sure we all know that on this team. I am the guy with the plan, and I know what to do next. And 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 now, I'm I'm still that guy. I know what my goal is. Really? What is it? It's gonna be awkward and silent for a second, and then I just want to stand to my feet. Breakfast, breakfast. That's that's what we need. We need food. We need uh, sustenance. Uh, Flambers call. I'm gonna put it on my back. You know what? Uh, maybe I can. And I'm just gonna put the Flambers on the bed, and um, and walk out to the breakfast. You coming? I'm coming, and I'll just like sit, sit there for a moment longer, just like. We need a direction, and I'll and I'll stand up and follow and follow him. Neat. And I'm just gonna go faster, like a slightly ahead of you. But you know, I'll, I'll wait. You uh, cannot physically walk faster than me. My my movement speed is faster than yours. All right. Well, you. I'll if I can get ahead just a hair for a moment. I want you to like. That's you know that's I mean. fair. I can do. We can do that. I don't know. I I need to see this roll out. I need to see a couple of d20 rolls from you guys. <laughs> I'll do it. Wait, what? For under what? Dex or uh, just? A... D- yeah, let's do Dex. <laughs> Actually, d- Dex is just a d20. For for you, for you, Dex is just a d20. Yeah. Oh no. Cool. <laughs> Load it up. <laughs> no. You want to try dexterity against an elf. So Ruckus, you 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 take off kind of like speed walking a little bit through the thing and like making the motion of really speed walking. Uh, and Andraste just kind of slowly walks up next to you. <laughs> you know, you know, you, you know what this reminds me of? Uh, what? Little Remy running up the stairs. <laughs> Get the chuckle out of him. Pumping his arms real fast as if he's moving anywhere very fast. And we're just like, ding, 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 ding. Uh, yeah. He's our captain. Yeah, he is indeed. Although I was referencing his child, not actually him. I can see where the confusion is. There we go. Well, <laughs> I will tell him I thought of this misunderstanding in person. Think, 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 think of the quarterly, not the halfling. Okay, yeah. That's it. Fractions. I'm not a math guy. I'm a trauma person, you know. I kind of deal with trauma. And now that I have closure, I want eggs. I want eggs now. 
I'm, I'm gonna just, just 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 keep pace with him as we're as we're walking down the the hall. I'm actually shortening my stride a little bit to keep up with him. So uh, so you guys uh, make it down. Uh, Uzo and Remy, you guys are heading outside. Is it is it a packed street? What is going on? Is it what's uh, so so early morning? It is early morning. This house in particular does have a small front yard. It has like a twelve foot sort of. Uh, a sidewalk up to the main entrance and then there is a small wall uh, i mean like a little half wall it's not like a big wall or anything it's about two two feet more decorative than anything keeps the carts out of the lawn and uh you guys i don't know <laughs> uh so uzo walks out down the stairs in front and he looks and he just kind of makes sure he has a wide enough berth um, and I don't know how far behind Remy is, but Uzo is just kind of like waiting in the street, staring at the door and he's talking. He's like, I, I'm not going to hurt him, bugger. Stop it. <laughs> you turn um, around and Remy's pumping his little arms. <laughs> put my shield on, getting ready. <clears throat> Are you wait, sure wait, the wait. shield, that's Mage not armor. going to weigh you down? Mage armor. You cast all this stuff. I thought it was a natural ability for you. Well, yes, I mean, you're going to be throwing stuff at me. I just want to be prepared. Zerbal, what is it you have what? for me? Wait, do you want me to attack you or what? What? I don't understand. Yeah, yes, I want you to throw throw some sort of spell that would require me to dodge it. Like an Eldritch Blast? Um, you know, like like that, but but something that would require me to save myself by dodging it using dexterity to save myself. Okay, I think, uh, I think I'm getting your point. Um, uh, Uzo walks up to him. So I don't know what you want to do, but I think, and Uzo puts his hand on his shoulder and he casts suggestion and he says, I think you need to relieve yourself right now. Is that a deck saving throw? It is not. No, it's, it's, it's oh, wisdom. Oh, well, that's wisdom. <laughs> Fucking ass. <Yeah. laughs> that's wisdom. Ooh, I made it. Oh, uh, wait. It's 17. Eight. What'd you roll? 17. Ah, oh, Ty goes to the runner. All right. <laughs> I guess you don't need to do that. I feel I feel that come, come in and I go, um, I feel the magic try and take hold. And I shake it off. I go, no, no, Uzo, that wasn't very nice, was it? Okay, I am I'm sorry, Remy. I just wanted to test your abilities. It looks like your constitution or you're getting a lot wiser to my ways. Um, okay, you want to dodge an ability? I'm, I don't, this is not in my element here, what I typically do. And Uzo starts walking with his back towards you, and you see him raise his hands really quickly, and Ivar's black tentacles shoot up from the ground around you. Oh, shit. All right, is it a deck save? <laughs> it is a deck save. Awesome. So um, as, as passerby is suddenly like, oh, 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 my God. He's like, these black tentacles are just like flailing and thrashing about, and this halfling looks like he's got it engulfed by it. He's fine, I hope. Ladies and gentlemen, please. You, this see, is just... you see a, a person dressed uh, exactly like 
Um, uh, was Holy it Rock- shit! I've got the uh, a plus anyway, ten. Uh, yeah. Yep. Want to re-roll, friend? I roll. I roll. Hold it to twenty. Wait, inspiration wait. on my bullshit. Yes. Wait. wait no. Wait. D six help you better. What you don't do a lot of damage. It, uh, That's a lot I mean, of don't, don't, don't you want to fail it? Or no. no, evasion is you. If you succeed, you don't take any. That's right. Yeah. That is a hentai nightmare. He does not want to fail it. <laughs> well, and, and and also adding a d6, you'd have to roll a five or a six because Uzo's spell save is what, 17? Mm-hmm. Yeah, same as mine. So he'd have to roll either a five or a six. Mm-hmm. I say I give it to him for one, not a complete reroll, but I say we give it to him to see if he does it. A one out of three chance that he might make it. What do you yeah. Those are oh, for the role play. It's not going to kill him. This is just for char- this is character building. And at most, it's just going to sexually satisfy him in a very uncomfortable <laughs> way. Maybe, maybe <laughs> I'll roll it. Let's go. Let's go. All right, Fine. minus Fine. one inspo for for this. Come on, four sixteen so does not make it. Doesn't make it. <laughs> I see him but struggling, and I walk as, up to the as end. as it goes through and grabs me. You see me dodge out of the way all of a sudden it looks like it's going to get me uh as it's coming up underneath and i go to flip as one tentacle just gets around me um does it hold me does it restrain me um yes you are restrained uh screaming tentacles creature affected area term the creature must exceed in dexterity slow or take bludgeoning and be restrained Okay, so I make it through as it grasps onto my little leg there, and I'm hanging genuinely down. impressed. <laughs> I'm hanging upside and, down as another tentacle uh, kind of wraps around my body. Uh, uh, I almost had I, it. Almost. I thought I, you. I thought you did as well. And Uzo kind of like smiles and bagaz, like just cackling a little bit, and like ah, that was close. And then he kind of it's brought back to reality when it slams you to the ground. Oh. <laughs> And you, you, you hear a, you hear a normal it. out there just go not again and like <laughs> runs away. Not again. What's happening? The old to man house? is that the old man? It's just random right. things you see in D and D, right? You're just like, oh no, another fireball. I mean, in, in a world where magic is common, I would be shocked if people hadn't run into this stuff before. Yeah, this yeah. is like equivalent to like uh, flushable wipes in the pipes you know, you know. <laughs> 11 damage to so Remy. i take uh, half sorry Remy. i take half of that it's bludgeoning because i i failed it but even with evasion if i fail the deck save i take half damage if i succeed i take no damage sweet so uzo watches as the tentacles dissolve through and he looks he rushes over hops the fence rushes over looks to you because Ah, sorry, Remy. I thought I would have called them off. And then he realizes that, like, you're not really that hurt based on what he saw the damage do. No problem. It only got my leg. <laughs> um, but I am getting quicker. That's for sure. I thought you almost made it out. I was seriously about to be impressed while simultaneously being disappointed by the tentacles. But uh, <laughs> Well, I'm glad I'm you glad. got the best of both worlds. You didn't <laughs> have to be impressed by me, and you were satisfied with the performance of your spell. If it wasn't going to slam you to death, I would have left you there for <laughs> Ruckus and, and Rusty to come out to see. But uh, I appreciate that. Perhaps next time, maybe just use that little web thing you have. 
<laughs> and he pats his buggy. He's like, oh, yeah, that's right. That probably would have been a lot easier. And I, I do feel a little more tired after having done <laughs> this exercise. So I might just skip breakfast and go upstairs. But it's the weirdest thing, Remy. I feel I've relied on my senses for most of my life. But being quick-witted is something that has kept me alive. And I feel as sharp as ever. I feel that my mind is more acute and I don't know what that means or how that's going to play out to our advantage, but... Well, I, I'm, I'm excited for it because if you are anything, Uzo, it is acute. Not, as not long acute, as I'm not acute. obtuse. Oh, exactly. Okay. You're not obtuse at all, but quite acute. I appreciate that, Remy. And uh, hopefully it will yield us some results. Not only um, in the battlefield, but in the negotiation. What's up? Those those two men that that I found over there. Uh, you went you went back for them, huh? Yes, um, went back for them. I I could not have them at our backs while we were fighting. They chose their life. They chose the way of the coat. When we went in there, and just as the mention I gave to Andraste, we are not there to take prisoners. Now, we might have been able to glean some information, but keeping them alive was a risk I could not take, especially because I myself was on my less legs. I mean, you're not, you'll hear no complaint from me. It's just, uh, it was rather gruesome, wasn't it? I can get carried away sometimes, yes. Huh. Admittedly, fair. Well, I just wanted to bring it up, uh, let you know that... Uh, I saw it. I saw it. Excuse me. And um, it's 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 fine by me. I completely get it. But I wanted. I don't know how you want to handle it with any it, of the others who did not see. I don't think it's anything that needs to be brought up. The things that we do. There are a lot of things I've had to do in order to survive, a lot of which I am not proud of needing to repeat. And a lot of things that need to go unsaid. But believe me when I tell you, Remy, I don't do these things to people who don't deserve it. And I don't do these things on a whim. I do believe you. That's what I've seen thus far. I mean, that thespian definitely had it coming. That was an accident. <laughs> I, was it? My my grip was. Oh, you're talking about. I tried to make it. Very I'm talking clean. about both actual things that happened. The, okay. The accident. I use air quotes. The accident. <laughs> His testicles was an accident. I am. I did not mean to do that. But when he needed to be put down for what he did, I tried to make it clean. But he had the constitution of a bull. He just would not die. <laughs> His will to live was the strongest I have ever seen. I, it was grueling, that is for sure. A harrowing experience. But... That's, oh, okay, and then Uzo kind of takes a step back. So, okay, you're piecing together these things and you're, what you've witnessed. Do you think I'm some sort of a psychopath? 
I think, um, goodness, psychopath. Um, no, no, I, I think, I think, uh, Uzo, that you are unpredictable. That's all. Uh, quite unpredictable. And I like to, I like to predict things. But um, I suppose as I learn more about you and spend more time with you, I should definitely be able to predict you a little better going forward. Captain, if ever I become predictable, it will doom <laughs> us all. <laughs> I think I think you are a psychopath. And he, who says that? As you turn to look, there is a dwarf um, at the edge of the of the sidewalk, in a cloak, a blue cloak over his head. From what I heard, you are. Believe half of what you see and none of what you hear, sir. I won't take that as an offense because this is our first time meeting, but I would watch my tongue moving forward. I am Uzo of Waterdeep. This is Slade Remington. Have you know us, I've heard of you. I've been sent here. My name is Gerard. Gerard? Gerard, stone, Jared. stone thrower. <laughs> J- Jared. Jared. Yes, Jared. <laughs> in, in, in the human common tongue, Jared. Fair. Uh, where Ooh. do you come from? Where, where, where are you hailing from, good sir? Mm, perhaps, perhaps we should talk uh, not out in the open. I can I cannot exactly invite you into another one's home. Allow me to go get the master. Uzo. Are you all finished here? Um, we are finished our business here, but like he said, you must wait here until he gets the master. And as I say that, Uzo is detecting magic on him. Uh, he has a warhammer that is magical. He has armor that is magical. Uh, he has actually a breastplate under that cloak, sort of like you, you sense. Um, uh, yeah, that's, that's me. One second. I make my I make my way in and and go to get the master of the house uh, whose name escapes me. Flynn. 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 Or you can uh, meet me at the Smiling Boar. I hear you are staying there. Oh. Okay. Uh, will you just be at a table somewhere? Sure. Okay. And your name was once more. Jared, in your tongue. Jared. Jared. Jared, and last name. So sorry. Stone Thrower. Jared Stone Thrower. Got it. Close this book here. What incentive do we have to meet you? What can you assure us is happening that we won't walk into a trap? He walks up to you. And my, my hand to goes towards my sword when he reaches. And he pulls out a small medallion. And he's, you know, kind of looks around, sort of hiding it in his cloak. 
and he hands it over to you, Uzo. You will need this eventually. It's not a Harper symbol. It is not. Okay. It is a silver amulet or silver looking amulet uh, depicting a, the head of a dragon. Uh, Uzo grabs it. Do you see any magic on it, Uzo? That's a good question. And he opens his hand and he examines it. Is it magical? Um, it is not. So it is a. Uh, um, uh, let me kind of talk about that. It is, it is a small dragon claw. So well, eventually you will need this, but for now, uh, he he is watching. He is proud of you. And Uzo kind of gives him a knowing sort of nod. We will talk later at the pub. And Bagar kind of comes out and tongue sort of testing out the amulet. And Uzo just kind of shoots him a curious look as if, what do you know about this thing, Bagar? And he goes, I'll be out. I'll see you there. And he stomps off. That's interesting. Calls me a psychopath one minute and gives me a gift, presumably from my patron in another. From your patron? That is what I assume. Hmm. Um, Your patron again was... uh, was his name Dendar? No, it was not Dendar. It was Baphomet. Baphomet. Well, I mean, suppose we should ask the cleric about it. Baphomet's a godly being, right? Could be useful. He is watching. He is watching. Okay. Wonder how closely, as he holds up, he was watching while I was coughing up my innards. But at least someone here, as he puts it to Remy, doesn't think I am a psychopath. As he <laughs> tucks it into his shirt. I, I did see you afterwards. You weren't looking too good after battle. How do you feel now? I feel sharp. I feel strong, stronger. But I am a bit fatigued. Maybe we eat quickly, another rest for me, and then meet our new friend. Uh, Perhaps we still have to talk about what happened back there and debrief with uh, Mr. Flynn. Flint? 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 Flynn. That's his name, Flynn. Uh, We can, I am up for whatever you say. My thoughts go to Rakis. If Rakis's business is concluded, so is mine. But maybe we should get some closure from Mr. Flynn. Plus, I want to see if that place has those boots of speed that I wanted. (laughs) I knew your true intention would come out soon enough. Well, also, um, I 
can't say I'm very good with children, um, particularly. And you you provide a, an orphanage. I was hoping you could maybe help me get a, a gift for for Remy, my son. It would be my pleasure and my honor to assist you in that. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'll just put it on the list to do, you know, go into town, buy, buy a toy for my son. How are you coping with that information? That has got to be news for anyone, let alone someone who is heading into combat at that moment. You probably need to process and digest that. I still have a lot to go through and, and speak to Winifred about, but I honestly, it, it threw, it has thrown my whole future into chaos. I, I don't know what, I, what I'm going to do. Um, but first things first, right? Have to speak to Winifred and, and see what she wants to do. Uh, I did get to spend some time with her, which was very nice. And I definitely want to spend some time with him. I just don't know when I'm going to get to do that. Seeing as how we have a, a patron of yours to, to save, and apparently I'm part of that. So, Are you? Um, yes. Yes. Uh, Kumara is related to, has a relationship of some kind to your patron. We've been able to speak to your patron through Kumara. And Kumara happened to be on the ship that, that we purchased waiting there in the quarters for me. You think it is all tied together? Absolutely. I, I may have spoken a bit to Kumara and found out that uh, I'm definitely not their first uh, partner, so to speak. Um, but it seems to me that help me out here, Thomas. I, I think that I remember talking to Kumara and was Madu say involved in that at all? Yes. With Kumara's previous owners. Yes. Um, I believe uh, she delivered it to the previous owner mm -hmm. who did not fare uh, well, did not get to the point of succeeding, he, died. He died an early death. Got it. Uh, the person who had this sword before me died before accomplishing the task. A task that was given to them a, with the sword from a, a person. Um, did, did I know her name? We'll say yeah. Okay. Uh, yes. named Madusei gave this sword to the, the last owner. 
So I, I assume it has something to do with it. Did Umara tell you who this person was to me? Who that person was to you? Is, this, is that name familiar to you at all? No, not at all. Yeah. Uzo just kind of broods and looks off a little bit. It's just kind of thinking. Uh, let us go find more answers. And I would like to have a conversation with Kumara, if you'll allow it. Absolutely. Answers, uh, they're definitely owed to you. Uh, do you think now's the time? I know she is alive. I, I, I even may know where she is, but... Who? No one. Sorry. I, my, my sharpened mind is racing with a million thoughts. Um, let us, let us Uzo, try and drown those out with some breakfast. Uzo kind of walks by you sort of thinking to, yes, yes, let's, let us go get some food and then we will talk later. He, as he like mumbles to himself and walks in the door. Uzo, you definitely know that eating breakfast for an hour is a short rest. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> So, He's going to uh, eat got... breakfast in a trance-like state, just sort of staring ahead. You guys have been outside for a very long time. <laughs> um, so, uh, Andraste and Ruckus, you make your way to breakfast. Uh, there is a table set out um, with plates and no food at the moment. Uh, there, there is some bread. There is some uh, fruit. Uh, no eggs. But... You sit down, um, and everybody, and uh, give me a perception check as you sit down. Perception. Boom. 23, sir. Nice. A good crisp five, sir. That's All a performance right. check. Ah. Oh. Does that count? <laughs> uh, why did Warren roll? Why did uh, Warren roll a perception we're check? We're outside. We're outside. You here. Go away. <laughs> Twenty-two. All right. So, so you sit down. Both of you immediately look down, and there are no knives. There are no forks. There are only spoons at the table, and then you see the door that must have been open a little bit, just like kind of shut uh, in the off to the servants' entrance. You, 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 you hurt his feelings. Yeah, yeah, I hurt someone's feelings. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I couldn't pamper the person who was paid to do that job in the midst of my moral dilemma. I'm, I'm going to kick him very hard in the calf and be like, look. <laughs> Ruckus, I understand. Trying to deal with everything that you're dealing with is a hell of a lot. But don't take it out on the people who are paid to be around us. It's not their fault. Take it on me if you, if you need someone to snap at. That's fine. I can take it. But don't snap at him. I'm not 
taking out on our... I'm not gonna take it out on our team. Take it not out a... on me, it's fine. I won't take offense. I'd rather do it on people no. I don't... Yeah, I know how that sounds. I know. Exactly. Don't take it out on the person who's paid didn't have to deal with us. Yeah. That's not fair to him. I guess I... God, I just really thought they would be here at this dinner table distracting me from my moral dilemmas. Oh, God. Um, listen, I'll apologize to that silverware sir, person, busboy? Is that offensive? I don't know. Busboy? As the door shuts For God's sake, he's the butler. You know better. You're a noble. I haven't been one for years. And I am just barely handling that thought. Thomas, can you remind me what this guy looks like? Uh, he, uh, he's basically Benny from The Mummy. Uh, and, he, and he comes over to you with a spoon in his hand. He's like, you have no respect. You have no respect. Spoon. Hold on. And he sets it down gently in front of you. Uh, Grab his hand. Yeah, uh, he, he, I he, have disrespected you. Oh, okay, you may stab this spoon into my heart. And Doste, what were you gonna say? I was going to say you're sorry. <laughs> he's 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 dealing with a lot. His entire world turned upside down yesterday. And one day of rest is not exactly enough. He did not handle it well. He is young. But he apologizes and like nudge ruckus in in, in the calf with with my ankle. Like he apologizes for being insensitive. Pulling the spoon away from my heart. Yes. I am sorry for any discomfort. I brought upon ye. Uh, I'm not making eye contact either. He's very uncomfortable about this. Uh, but he's going to let go of his hands. And just I, like... I accept your apology. Here is a fork. Oh, and a fork for you, miss. He's he just got you. forks in his pockets. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. You understand when, when someone is young and dealing with the weight of the world, everything is immediate, but he'll learn. Yes, very well. I will be back with the food. Thank you. As he walks, as he walks away, and Ruckus, you look down at your fork and it's missing a tie. It's missing a what? One of the prongs, one of the tines. Oh, come on. You kick him down. I'll, I'll just look at him. And then reach into my bag of holding and pull out one of the sets of silverware that has been in there since the, the two towers. <laughs> oh and, 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 put, and put a clean set of silverware in front of him. There you are. Nice. All right. Uh, before we jump too much further, Tamago Toro with 500 bits for the party for surviving Ruckus's arc. Man. Thank you, sir. <laughs> that Thank is you. the yeah. truth. Well, another 500 bits uh, for the uh, uh, baby daddy fund. 
yeah, Kathy. Uh, the child child support fund. Child uh, support. I may have uh, took some liberties. Deadbeat Remy fund. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, three fingers, 60 with 500 bits to sucker. Oh, my God. That yeah. is a flashback. That's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Ruckus repressed sucker. We'll get back to that. <laughs> I'm nice. working my way through that. Is there any chance we ever see sucker again? Oh, I hope so. If there's a stealthy situation. I have alter person. That's the thing. I can become the, the physical look of the voice of whatever sucker is. I don't know yet. I have no- <laughs> <laughs> um... I, I I will point out, and Ruckus Ruckus would notice this, and the other two would notice when they come in. Andraste is still very very pale, um, and there's little white. It, when she turns her head, there's little white marks along her jaw that look like fingertip marks, and a little streak of, of white in her hair. It's very small, like the time, like like maybe five or six strands, but there's white in her red hair now. I I can deal with my own problems. I've I've done that for a while. And just a um I'm gonna look at the those, you know, this uh the marks or Yeah, the marks and the and the hair uh distinctions. Uh, I was trying to specify. <laughs> uh uh yeah. I'm gonna look at those and just how are you feeling exactly? Worn. Weirdly stronger than I was yesterday, but also like I've been run through a ringer. I'm fine. You're positive. You don't need anything to help. And I'm going to bring out my potion of continuous healing. No. I am hale and hearty and refreshed from all the damage that I took yesterday. Just... And she'll, she'll reach up and, and touch the, the strands, tucking them behind her ear. It turns out life transference takes a bit of a toll. Well, that would have been great to know a little sooner. Well, Seeing you're doing it, you're popping that spell like candy. I do not pop that spell like candy. I very rarely use it. I only use it in direst circumstances and keeping you lot alive to make sure that you got the closure that you needed and destroyed the cult of Maman was important enough. Looks at hair, looks at markings. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yes. Definitely well-managed. Well-managed, maybe not, but necessary. I guess I'm not doing well enough to not die, then. Hey. Remember what I've told you? We are more powerful together. The whole point of all of this is that you couldn't do it alone because they were exponentially stronger than you. They were more, they were, they were clerics on, on par with me and there were four of them. If you had tried to do that alone, you would have died horribly and your family name would have disappeared into the dust. I'm aware. For that, I can deal with a few white hairs and marks to make sure that your family got the rest that they needed, that the Quinn name enters into legacy as it should, instead of dying in the wind, that's more than worth it. It is 
And I'm sure dear Malcolm can't thank you enough as I speak in the third person, but what will Ruckus do moving forward? And what are Uzo and Remy going to think the second they see those markings? Maybe. It's going to be a struggle to use that spell whenever now. I and think even... it was I think it was more that, that I used it twice in a very short period of time. Using it once will probably be all right. Probably. <laughs> I'm learning as I go. Well, as you tell me, we'll see. We shall indeed. But Ruckus. Ruckus, highborn, who needs a purpose. Ruckus, highborn, who has let his family rest. What will you do now? I'll find another way to bring my family honor. Another way to, to I don't know, do something. I, I feel like I'm at a I don't know where either path leads to. Well, for what it's worth, it sounds like what we're doing with Uzo's patron leads to destroying the, the demon or devil or whatever it is that headed up the cult that killed your family. Oh my god, Mamon. Mm-hmm. Oh my devil god, Mamon. Don't call on a devil god. If you have to call on a god, you can call on Lyra. She doesn't mind. <laughs> Whoever the demonic asshole is, I need to take him down. He, he's my closure. He, he's, my, he's my goal. That's it. That, uh, that has to be it. That can be it. That can be it. I will. We, Irregulus, you'll grab your hand. We'll kill Mamon together. And I won't have to worry about a team that will, that will die around me. I'll... I'll only worry about us taking out who we need to. And, and at that, sorry, at that moment, uh, Uzo and, and Remy, you walk into Ruckus saying, I won't worry, I won't need to worry about a team dying around me. That's a moment to walk in. <laughs> You're yeah. muted. You're muted, Warren. Uzo. Oh, sorry. Uzo walking in with his sort of like thousand yard stare, um, just sort of like in his own mind. And he, he roughly pats Ruckus on the head. There, there, Ruckus. No one is dying anymore. And he plops his head. He plops down in the chair. Uh, is there food in front? Not yet. Bread and, and fruit. He, he's looking around at the empty table. There's, no, there's spoons. <laughs> I, I point to Uzo and said, he tried to make me expose myself out there. Did you know that? I mean, this is this is my shocked face. I'm going to slowly pull my hands away from uh, Andraste and just, that's totally weird. Uh, you, you exposed yourself? That's definitely, I haven't heard that before. Uh, no, I did not expose myself. This oh. Was, anyhow, how are, you, how are you doing, ruckus old boy? Hmm? Uh, a bit out of my mind. Uh, didn't really sleep the best. But I'm doing f He's stuck in that fine. There it is. There it is. As people keep telling me, stop lying. I turn and I look at Andraste. 
And I see the white and the marks. What, uh, what's going on there? Are you trying a new look? No. Uh, hmm. Should I try the ruckus method of trying to say that I'm fine or do I be honest? Difficult decision. On the whole, I'm 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 all right, but uh, I'm going to try to avoid casting life transference twice in a short period of time. It seems to have adverse effects on me. And like self-consciously tuck the white strands behind her ear again. Is that permanent? I don't know. First time I've run into it. Uzo kind of looks up from the table and looks over Ruckus. Your her skin color has not fully returned, but is that what we're talking about? Her hair as well. Look there, it's gray. Okay. Missed all the red. Could we start talking about my hair and skin? Most most women don't like that. <laughs> Does it happen that quickly when you age? Is that normal? No, it usually takes several hundred years longer. In my experience, all women want to talk about are hair and skin. Not when it's been talked about as a negative. What caused that, Andrasti? I cast life transference twice over the course of the battle. I begin to think that I shouldn't do that. Uh, Or at least not twice in rapid succession. Do you think it took years off of your life? Maybe. At the very least, it pulled some of my life force. It is a necromatic spell. I know that. I I was the recipient of... Sorry? I was the recipient of your, your spell. Yes, and I do not regret it, because here you are, standing alive in front of me. And on whom did you cast the first? It was Ruckus, wasn't it? Trying to remember. Don't remember. It's been a couple weeks. It was Ruckus. Ruckus. Yeah, I think so. On Ruckus. Since we have that break, sorry. Uh, We'll just, we were rated by TT2KB. So thank you for that. Welcome. We're doing two giveaways tonight, uh, so stay tuned. Uh, one is for a luck deck, thanks for all of you subscription subscribers out there. And the other is a Nord Games deck of your choice, which could be the Loresmith decks or the luck decks, the Wandering Monster decks, or they've got so many of them. Um, so stick around, we'll get to that. Decks now back decks to the- on Decks and decks. <laughs> back to the drama. Quite. Um, you saved my life. I, I know that. Thank you. You're welcome. I, I know it took a lot out of you. I didn't, I didn't realize it could be permanent. I've always seen you heal. I've never cast that particular spell twice over the course of, what, a minute? I've never cast it in, in rapid succession like that. I didn't, I didn't know what effect it might have. I just... I realized it in combat when I pulled my fingers away and there were pieces of skin still attached. 
So now I know, and I'm going to try to avoid casting it more often than I have to. That said, I will cast it when I have to. You are an adult. You do as you please. Technically, the most mature adult here. <laughs> For a given value thereof, sure. I feel like age-wise, all of us have died three uh, each time over, or at least become an old person, right? We, we... My math break even, even though I'm bad at math. <laughs> I was born old, Rakis. That I believe. <laughs> I, as do I. Regardless, I am. I am trying to be more careful. I really am. Good, because we've For been us. through this. We have. We've had this conversation. But there are times when my own safety is not paramount. And making sure that we made it through that alive, where there were multiple clerics on level with me, it was, it well, was important. I wouldn't say they were on your level. You're still alive and they aren't. I'm only still alive. I agree. I'm only, I'm only still alive because I have you three. Exactly. If, if I had tried it alone, I wouldn't be. And I like glance at Ruckus as I say that. He gives you a look of kind of like, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Ruckus, as I kind of grab some food, a grape or something like that, and put it put it in my mouth. Um, Ruckus, um, you you said something down there after you killed that man and sent him to hell as a lemur or lemur. I don't know. Kind of French monkey. You made him a French monkey. Um, Whatever he is, I hope he's suffering. That French ape. (laughs) Monkey. You you said you were never going to kill again. And, um, you know, that's kind of what we do. There's a lot of people that deserve to die. and They usually end up in our way. Really? The thespians deserve death? You know they did. They most certainly did. They were incredibly obnoxious. Let's get that out of the way. Yes, undoubtedly. They did yes. not shut up. They There's nothing little... worse than a group of actors in one place, particularly a dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> and they coaxed us into believing they were vampires. That is the they dumbest situation. Made... They made For... us kill on their behalf, under the pretense of something else. It's true. Now stop changing the subject. Tell me. Did you mean that? You're you're done killing. I mean I am figuring out my place and where to go from here. Is the last life I took is it being his life? Jokar's, Jokar Van Keen's life. If that's the last one I take, does it mean anything? If I attack again in the name of justice, does it mean anything? All I know is I'm at an impasse. I'm trying to figure out as much as I can. I, uh... I don't know what my family would approve of at this point. I've sought vengeance and... And now I'm done. I know exactly, well, maybe not exactly, but I know close enough 
how you feel. I just finished my own bit of vengeance uh, uh, for the captain that I, I, I thought he was going to continue on captaining, but it turns out he's retiring. I, I'm, I'm at an impasse as well. I'll also, I, I've just had this huge wrench thrown into my life. Uh, wrench, uh, that's a bad, bad way to put it, but it, it definitely is not something I, I foresaw. A child Look, is not a wrench. You all have accomplished great things in your life. Rakis, your family would be proud of you for what you achieved and how you have got justice on their behalf. Your father, most specifically. I understand if you do not want to take another life as a value you make to yourself. But Remy is right about what we need to do or what we do. And to that end, Remy, as a new father, I can't possibly ask you to risk what you've gained in behest of a debt that I owe a patron. But that is where the road is leading me. And I don't want you either, Androste, risking your life to save us all again for something that I am not even sure I will make it out of. But I would love your company along the way. And I understand if you can't make it, I am prepared to walk it with Baga alone. You know, the, the last person that had Kumara had your task and failed in it. We will not abandon you. The last person who had Kumara had my task, but they did not have my drive. There is something bigger than a god here I am trying to reconnect with. Well, what I'm saying is they didn't have your friends, and we're here. And we will be there, next to you. I, I will stand in the very fires of hell with you. You're going to have to. Because I think that is where we are going. Good thing the road we are walking are not paved with good intentions. At least mine isn't. And he looks at Andraste and smiles. Understand this, Uzo. I do not claim family lightly. And I have with this little group. I disagree with your methods often, but I have never disagreed with your heart. I stand with you to the end of the world and back again. And who knows, maybe with the four of us, we won't meet the fate, meet the fate of, the, of the last owner of Kumara or the last people who tried to free your patron. Because I don't know about you lot, but I feel stronger than I did yesterday, even with all of this. I feel my, my goddess's blessing on my shoulders. I'm going the right direction. And I walk this uh, path with you. 
Uzo reaches his hand out across the table, I imagine. He's sitting and he opens palm for Andraste to put her hand in the center. And he grabs it if she extends her hand. Yeah, she'll, um, she'll put her hand into his. And he uh, says, when I am driven by a goal, I get tunnel vision. I don't see the consequences until after the goal has been met. I appreciate your sanity checks on me and the team because contrary to popular belief, I am not a psychopath. And he looks over to Remy. Um, But like I told Remy, I don't do things that are willfully evil, but I am prepared to stand in front of a God and fight through hell with my family so that I can find the only family that I've ever known. And I'll look down at our joined hands and say quietly, that being the case, do you remember the fight that we had in Salt Marsh? Which one? The one where we were coming to the treaty table and it turned into a fight. Uzu tries to wreck. The one that began with an Eldritch Blast. Oh, yes. You say that you do not do things that are deliberately evil, and I believe you. But I think sometimes you do not think. And I'm more than happy to be your sanity check. That's my function. I'm good at it. But I have to ask you to think and remember that sometimes sometimes acting without thinking hurts more than just you. I was knocked unconscious by a fireball. I only survived that fight because you put a healing potion in my mouth and I appreciate that. But we all very nearly died there. Uh, Uzo kind of slowly removes his hand and he kind of stiffens his posture as if he's kind of tough pill to swallow. Um, and he sort of looks around the table and he toughens his demeanor again and he goes, uh, I won't pull us into situations I don't think we can handle. But on this mission, we are guided by the captain and with the support of you, my friends, my family. I hope you will back me up in the decisions I make, knowing that I will not make them lightly. I am sorry for that, for the actions of Saltmarsh. In the moment, they felt justified but maybe the results were a price I was not ready to pay because I did not take into account what would happen to my friends. 
all that I ask is that you take five seconds and think before acting. You have some of the best reflexes I've ever seen. And I cannot imagine what you've been through. Shut up. I cannot imagine what you've been through in your life to make you have to have such a hair trigger. I can't imagine. It is beyond, literally beyond my understanding, beyond my experiences. I can't understand. And I do not condemn you for that. I can't. I haven't lived your experiences. All I ask is that you think. Just for a moment. And if you then feel that the situation calls for it, then I will stand with you. Shoulder to shoulder. Shoulder to knee. Crunch. Maybe. And he looks back at Ruckus. She says that. I said crotch buddy. <laughs> You're damn right. In the spirit of not being predictable, and he looks again to Remy, <laughs> um, maybe I should change my approach to how I solve problems because not every problem requires a water deep solution. That is very accurate. And I think it is a better part of wisdom to come to understand that. As you say that, Uzo, that amulet just has a slight warm glow to it. Bless you. Pulls it out as, I guess, he kind of fights Baga with it. <laughs> Your attraction to this thing, Baga, my God. And he puts it on the table. And it's a silver dragon claw pendant amulet. This was given to us by a magical dwarf outside who wants to meet us at the tavern. His name is Jared Stonethrower. I'm sorry. He's magical? I'm sorry. Start that sentence from the beginning again, please. No, he was a all. magical dwarf? I got all everywhere. Every word. Got it. <laughs> he was wearing... Every everything about him. I'm sorry, Remy. I could not reveal at the moment, but his cloak, his uh, warhammer, his breastplate—all were glowing with magic. Whoever that dwarf was to approach us in the manner that he did was very formidable, and he claimed to know about my mission to the patron. Hmm. Do I recognize the claw that he puts in front of us? Give me a religion check. Or history. Um, neither, of those, neither of those is good for me. <laughs> You're a cleric. I know. <laughs> I'm um, a cleric uh, with no int. Um, if it's anything close to what we've seen in the visions, can we do a intelligence? I don't know. Uh, yeah, everybody give me a, give me a check. For religion? Uh, religion or history? Boom! Holy nice. shit, I rolled a nat 20. That's Very a card, good. yeah. That's a Nord Games luck deck, yes! which you could win over the next uh, few minutes. 
Stop using D&D Beyond to roll it because it doesn't glow when you roll a net It doesn't 20. need to. It just, it just has a plus zero to it, and it's a 20. I'm just saying I'm a sucker for the little effects. I mean, the green your, thing is cool. Your movement does not provoke attacks of opportunity. Neat. Oh, my God. Bo, uh, 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 I've been playing a swashbuckler, and oh, my God, it's broken. It's so much fun. Oh, my God. Uh, all right, so what is that? So the highest is uh, so above twenty. Um, Damn! Wait, 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 wait! Back that up. Remy got one. Got a net twenty as well. Yes. And you're muted. Twenty-two. Thank you. Yeah, stop muting yourself, Bo. One d8 after making a skill or attack roll. Uh, these are great for use at your table. They're actually on roll twenty. You can buy it right there. Um, so, uh, history, Bo, you recognize this. You've seen, um, you've seen clerics of sort of all religions. Um, you have not seen one that used this as their holy symbol, but, um, you have heard stories of a lot, the lost God, Behemoth, and this is his holy symbol. I've actually, I've, I've heard tell of this, as you know, one does when they're on the sea for any length of time. Stories are traded, and I do know that Bahamut has a symbol, and I believe this is it. Someone else has been speaking to your patron, Uzo, for sure. Would I know anything special about about that? Like anything special? Anything special from a religion standpoint about the holy yeah. symbol? Uh, yes. Uh, a, you know that it is platinum, not silver. Um, you said silver. It looks silver. silver. He, he yeah. said it looks silver. Um, Uzo kind of. I wonder how much you're gonna sell for. That. <laughs> it's a holy symbol. Don't bite a holy symbol. Dip's tooth. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and you, you remember, uh, you remember a time when the dwarves, uh, quite specifically, um, you heard stories that they worshipped Behemoth. No, I'll reach over and be like, can, can I see that please? Stop chewing on it. It's not a, it's not a teething toy. <laughs> It seems pretty robust. I wonder how much it retails for. I mean, it's, pl it's platinum, so probably a fair amount. The clerics of, of, of Baphomet carried this, and dwarf clerics in particular. Magical dwarf clerics? Possibly. Although I, 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 seem, I seem to remember another dwarf that we ran into who was, in a dra who was a dragon in disguise. That's right. And if I had my notes, I would tell you who that was. Can't remember his name because that was, you know, a year and a half. I think it was. Ago. It was like Brock was the human name. But... Uh, uh, no. Uh, oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> because it Brock. Makes... Yeah. It's Brock. Because because that's that's what that's what that's what that makes me think of a a a, a person uh, in in dwarf disguise who who is a dragon because my brain went dragon dwarf. Wait. <laughs> yeah. Oranox or Oranex, I think, uh, yeah. from my 
-hmm. Oryx or something. Yeah. Was a gold dragon that was guarding the horde or the uh, the dragon from the dragon heist. Mm -hmm. No, I'm not going to assume that dragon's religion. If you're carrying someone's holy symbol, anyway. Don't assume. Well, then. So we're supposed to, what are we supposed to do with this magical dwarf? You said meet him somewhere? Yes, we are going to meet with him and I will have a conversation about what it all means. He said that the patron was watching and very, what did he use, Remy? Approving? Happy? Yes. He thinks, in spite of all that, watching, uh, I think we are on the right path, whatever that is. I mean, if, if absolutely nothing else, and this is, this is my takeaway from it all too, we may stumble along the path, but we're on the right path. And we're moving forward in it. And I think that there's a lot to be said for that. And just like absently play with my own holy symbol. There's, I, Uzo kind of takes his back and he looks at her playing with hers and he kind of puts it around his neck and he try to <laughs> mimic a little bit. Yes, I, I, I think you're right. But God, stop! As Bagat keeps trying to like wrap around it. What is the... You I, know something. I, I mean, and he tucks him away. Wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me at all. We should probably wrap up our business here in the upper city. Um, oh, goodness. All of the things that are left undone there. I was, so, was going to say that I, I watched Bagat do that with a knowing look and just kind of right um at that moment uh the door opens up um from the opposite side you're not expecting and flynn walks in uh he looks a little tired but not bad it's like oh very oh very good you're awake awesome awesome and floating behind him is that black sphere i am on my feet like instantly (laughs) And he is just like kind of casually, it's floating behind him. You see it, uh, uh, and he goes down. You see it kind of skim the chandelier, and you expect to suddenly hear like ting, 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 and it just, and then you see part of the chandelier is missing. So, oh, ooh, oops, I shouldn't, maybe I should put this away. Uh, on earth is, is that? That was, that was in, the, is that the same one that was in, oh, we just yes, came yes. from? Yes, we have, we have, we have secured the area. Um, uh, we have taken, uh, we have freed, uh, interesting story, we have freed a ghost, a spirit that was stuck there uh, in the tombs. Oh, is that and, the end of the uh, I felt? Well, you, guys, you guys did an uh, amazing job. Um, and we're actually going to take a break right now before we come <laughs> back and dive into this uh, because it's bathroom time. Yes. And everybody enter hashtag chaos for your chance to win. We're first going to roll for a deck of your choice. And then we're going to roll for a luck deck. The same entry for both. Go ahead and put that in there. And uh, we will be back momentarily. After these- Hashtag chaos. Hashtag chaos. It's a deck in a box.
Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Uh, we have used the bathroom successfully. We have made our dex checks. Yeah. I got a little dribble on myself now. <laughs> it wasn't successful. I took half so, damage. So, uh, <laughs> Don't give me that kind of opening, man. <laughs> those of you uh, who have just joined us, uh, we're doing a giveaway right now. Enter hashtag chaos uh, for your chance to win. We're going to do two giveaways, one of which is a Nord Games Luck or Critical Hit deck. And the other one is a Nord Games deck of your choice. And they have like 20 or 30 different um, decks to choose from, um, including the Loresmith decks, because they are the North American distributor for those. So this is Dungeon Discoveries, and it's got cool little things to just to help your gameplay. They have Wandering Monster decks. They have Treasure decks. They have uh, all sorts of cool stuff. So... Hashtag chaos for your chance to win one of those. You can only win once per month. So if you've already won in the month of August, you are not, uh, you're disqualified. And from the big giveaway? No, no, no. no. From the little giveaway. Okay. Just okay. the little one that we're doing here today. But we are doing a massive big giveaway with this book Jesus. and that did, book. Did you, did you even look at Uzlam? Did you? I haven't looked at his hand. You haven't just, looked at I opened this for the first time. Uh, it wasn't today. unwrapped. It was not unwrapped when I went into the studio, so I couldn't look for it. I was going to, and then it wasn't unwrapped, and I was like, "This isn't my book. I can't open it." I want to see it. <laughs> I, I, so, so, uh, uh, so I backed at the retailer level. So I have like six of these. But, uh, <laughs> Yo, how anyway. much? How much you want for that? <laughs> We'll make a deal for 20 bucks. Actually, Bo, I'll give you one. Is that so? Anyway, uh, so uh, that's a big giveaway. Uh, follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, all of that cool stuff. All right. Uh, Alan Chan, DM of Legends of Solari, an all-around awesome voice actor and archer. He is um, kind of scary. He's uh, he posted he's he Robin Hooded an arrow I know once so what I mean you know when when you do something like that it's not it's not like one of those repeatable things I was I was at the I was at the a range a handgun range it wasn't a handgun range because uh, we shot full auto rifles anyway I was in Arizona once and I uh, the first two shots went in the same tiny little hole one thing and I was like I was like made made a hole and then made the hole a little <laughs> bit bigger the next time. And I'm like, anybody? And luckily somebody else saw it. So I that was asked. with a pistol? That was with a pistol? Yeah, with a pistol. Yeah. Wow. That's a dead shot level, huh? Yeah. What were you shooting? And then, what? What were you shooting? Uh, that was a 38 revolver. Ooh, oh. nice. Yeah, that's got some Holy cow. cow. Yeah. Well, that we would, uh, and then, you know, it, it, once you shoot for a while, you're like, oh, what else can we do? Well, let's throw some 38 in here, and then let's throw some... Uh, the magnum one of the uh, the bigger ones yeah yeah the 357s in there because they both fit gets, and, then, yeah. and then twirl it around and then bling bling blam, <laughs> blam, blam. <laughs> yeah, I, I i tend to prefer nine mil because it's the right balance of stopping power and not taking my arm off yeah, throw i throw some incendiary rounds in there i just like shooting down the range you know i just it's fun it's been yeah. a while anyway so alan like chan with 1,050 bits. Thank you so much to give us a round number on our tavern upkeep. Aha. Uh -huh. Appreciate that. Thank you, so sir. Two more bits to you guys.
started to tell it, take a story about Alan and turn it into a story about me. But I think that says something about. <laughs> I think Alan would have liked that. <laughs> right. Moving on. All right. Moving on. Um, all right. So uh, you guys have entered hashtag chaos into the chat. I'm going to go to Nightbot. The over under on I, crashing. Who knows? I will say while we're talking about Alan, I am I am working on a little project with him. I don't I don't know if I'm allowed to say anything about it, but um, just wanted to to give him another shout out there, and nice. uh, it's gonna be fun. What's the project? What's the project? I'm not gonna tell you shit. Is it, <laughs> is it contemporary or is it fantasy? It's great. Is what that it is. That's the movie. In <laughs> nice. TV. Um, if uh, if the thing that I'm trying to get off the ground gets off the ground, I will definitely be hitting up Alan for his voice acting skills because he is awesome. I honestly, when we were in Slari, I him having a conversation with two NPCs with each other <laughs> was like jaw dropping, insane. I was like, oh my god, I can't do one voice. <laughs> you do many voices for many so. people. <laughs> So, all right. So, so let's draw this, shall we? Let's do the it. First one, the first one is a Nord Games deck of your choice. Two Lonely Yeti. Hey. Zero, uh, three, one, two. Thank you. Congratulations. I need to actually, uh, let me, I'll just put it in a spreadsheet and then I'll remember. Because spreadsheets. Uh, and then also I'll look, at the, I'll look at the spreadsheet and go, oh, I haven't shipped things for a little while. <laughs> well, it's a little tricksy right now. Figure it out. Uh, carry your Nord victim. deck of choice. All right. Now we're going to go back, back to Nightbot. Come on, Nightbot. And we will roll it again for this is the luck deck or the critical hit deck. One of the two. Diphemist, welcome. It's good to see you around. Welcome From back. back. The Solari did. So awesome. Congratulations. Congratulations. I will put this in the spreadsheets and I will attempt to uh, whisper you guys tomorrow. Well, last time I shot pistols was in the Boy Scouts. It was great. Ooh. I actually I, I actually took a pistol class as uh, as part of my university education. I needed I needed an, an elective. So oh, I, I took ball. I, I, I was, I was, I've, I've been very good with a rifle most of my life because there's something to decide to get along. I was awful with a pistol for a long time, mm -hmm. so learning how to shoot was useful. <laughs> I used to work at a Boy Scout camp for like ten years of my life. Hmm. Yeah, every summer, and uh, we would, we would uh, very much enjoy, you know, the, the gun range and the archery range. That was a lot. I mean, of, fun. of course, it's there. Enjoy it. Yeah, I was terrible with a shotgun merit badge, though. <laughs> I didn't earn yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean shotgun merit badge. Yeah, unless unless you're like shotgunning people in a trench. I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Or uh, that was dark. You're a you're a class B clay champion like me. Are you serious? No, that's an elite down in Coyote Creek. That's amazing. I actually never shot a, a shotgun. I shoot rifles and pistols, but never a shotgun. Should do that sometime. I prefer the you shotgun. shotgun. You never shotgun a deer? 
best feeling in the world. <laughs> no, don't. Oh, hey, Take hey, shotguns hey. to hunt moose. That's, that's just, ruckus. That's just begging Spons. for death. That's the ruckus. shot. Who who was it? Oh, I mean, it was it was Nick that assumed that in the 1920s you were using slugs and shotguns. Like, oh, were you? Come on, Nick. That's the age of Tommy guns, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but, but we don't they're... have Tommy guns. We have shotguns, and that shotgun had buckshot in it. The question is, did the Tommy gun do 3D10 or not per <laughs> shot? <laughs> <laughs> It carried 30, and you were committed to spray every time. <laughs> no one used a Tommy gun for single-shot use. Okay, no. I actually I, – I'm going to derail for a second longer. It says, it, says, it says that a keg carries enough for 30 shots. It's not that it does 30 individual bullets, but that you can press the trigger and shoot 30 times. That's I'm sorry, the Thomas. kegs are freaking enormous. It's shooting, like 10, it's shooting like 10 rounds per shot. But if you have another clip, isn't that like 30 – Reclip thirty keg no. for the minigun. It's like this big. Ah. It was three D ten per shot. That's that's where I land on. It. Yeah, yeah, and and, so, and and that's why because you're shooting like ten bullets around. Yeah. Ah. So uh, I do have to point this out. Uh, Vindica Sean in the chat just goes, "Ooh, argument callback." <laughs> <laughs> I will, for those who I, watch all of our content i will argue over the minigun until the day that i freaking die because they did uh-huh. not specify well enough speaking of robert being uh elusive and hard to contact he still has not answered my question about said minigun and what exactly <laughs> i mean from, leave it from, up to the from, dm from rules as written the keg give, gives you enough to shoot 30 times not 30 individual shots just shoot 30 times yep that that is as it is written mm-hmm. yes but dungeons and dragons <laughs> i mean carbon 2185 is reskin 5e let's just be real mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. well it's a yeah it uses the 5e srd as its source the system reference document which we appreciate because it's a lot easier to learn that way it's a great document. All right. Um, I was going to, I don't know, I was going to talk about my home game. And Are you playing carbon in your home so game? If we want to ar- argue with, uh, so the, 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 I play a celestial warlock. Ooh. And, and there is a broken mechanic in there where in a range of 60 feet, I can give people D6s of healing. Mm-hmm. Um, as a bonus action. How so I can Eldritch Blast and then heal somebody for 3d6. Shit. And awesome. I was, uh, there's a cleric in the group and I keep healing everybody and I'm like, eh. <laughs> and so as a player, I'm like, Chad, am I stepping on your toes as the cleric by healing people all, all of the time? I think it was kind of a, kind of a funny thing where, you know, the, there's a, what is it, a meme or what or a uh, what do you call it? When anyway, it's a thing. People don't like to heal. People don't like to play clerics because they don't just don't want to be the team healer. Where I'm just Wait, like, I got, gotta heal, I wanna heal. We, we got two a- Eldritch blast casters here. We're we're you're so, you're not stepping on any toes. But also, like there there are multiple classes that are built to be the healers. There's the divine soul sorcerer, there's a celestial warlock. Druids are really good healers if they're if they're built in a certain way. 
and clerics. Everyone just assumes that only the cleric is the heal bot, but there are so many classes that can be the healer. Like in, in one of the games that I'm playing, we have a cleric and a druid, and they play off of each other for who is doing uh, cure wounds and good berry and shit. Yeah, and and not to not to take away from the paladin healing as well. You got to mm. remember he's got a massive pool to just give to somebody. Just lay on hands. Yeah. Like yeah. If, if if I were, if I were playing a paladin at this level that we are at, we are at tenth level. I would have fifty points of healing to just drop on someone mm-hmm. without Mayhem. using a spell slot. Mayhem's that's insane. To it. Only yeah. four more uh, consider. Consider this, Thomas, right? A a warlock slash sorcerer that's celestial and divine soul. Uh, yeah, yeah. You will heal everyone always for the rest of eternity. <laughs> yeah. The, the other fun one that I've seen kicking around is a sorcerer paladin, where you have the sorcerer spell slots that you use to power the paladin divine smites. But I can't roll to cauterize a limb. <laughs> just saying with a sword <laughs> you no. didn't have like a flaming weapon there if i'd been nearby and been able to like spare the dying instantly sure we, we get crazy with this firebolt flamberge it's hot slice maybe it's cauterized roll the dice just a vote <laughs> <laughs> why are you holding cold steel against my nub oh god <laughs> because torture's not pleasant Use it. Use use a a uh, orb if you're gonna do that. You can make that be flame and just like hold it against the the the, the limb. See, there's a million ways to skin a cat, but not literally because do not that's skin already- my cats. I will kill you. <laughs> it's been I- nice catching up with you guys. This is great. Smilotora <laughs> <laughs> has a good question that probably is for Bing and not us. But does Booming Blade stack with Smite? Good. It's two separate damage sources, so I would imagine, yeah. It should, yeah. Divine energy. My, that's my initial thought. Nice. But, yeah. So uh, in in uh, in that home game, Amy is a eldritch knight, and no. when she took subclass, she didn't realize she had a nine intelligence. <laughs> that's very Amy. <laughs> I love you, Amy. So chaotic. I love it. (laughs) She's like, I just want it for Booming Blade, and that's it. So, uh, fair. Okay. Yeah. If you don't cast any other spells, Booming Blade's fine. (laughs) All right. Oh, I love her so much. I'm sorry. I can't wait to have her back on Saturday. Mm hmm. And I was like, "Uh, you got to level four. You're taking two points in intelligence. (laughs) <laughs> have a negative modifier i mean to be fair it's very on brand like uh this uh, the, the current iteration of emma has what 20 intelligence 30 i think but 20. still 20 or 25 oh. it's yeah. low <laughs> and in call of cthulhu man that's barely a boxer's chance <laughs> all right so uh we are going to get back to breakfast I can't uh, stop thinking about this warlock paladin that uses booming blade and smites now. Sorry. <laughs> I love this idea. We have we have to try this at some point. Mm-hmm. That's a mitten character for sure. Yeah, yeah, a mitten character would be a really fun for that. Get on it, Tomago. So uh so Flynn comes in with this uh uh black sphere floating behind him and he sits down 
and it just kind of stays floating up there. Uh, and actually, he kind of floats it sort of away from everybody into sort of a, a corner, uh, and then goes back. Uh, yes, uh, that thing. Uh, it it took us uh, a couple of hours to figure out uh, how it operates. Um, it's it's a sphere, uh, and anything uh, that touches it or goes near it is just annihilated, like instantly. Sphere um, so annihilates. Your clearly, your... this was the best place to bring it into the middle of your home. I know uh, what to call uh, it. We shall call it the annihilating sphere. Not even dark, but holy. <laughs> Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, we, I mean, in fact, we saw your the weird bird thing that it killed as well. That was odd. How dare you? That thing was unkillable, and somehow it died before all of us in a suffering manner. Uh, that was yeah. I mean, well, and that's, uh, and, and that's the interesting thing. Did it actually kill the bird, or what? Well, it, it, was something displaced? How does this thing work? Does it lead uh, to another dimension or something? It annihilates all matter. So it should have so, just killed the bird, right? Uh, well, I, I think the bird was killed at the molecular level. Hold on, How are you? Mean? Does that mean we don't get it back now. in the bag? Does it mean that? Uh, I don't know what bag you're talking about. Um, that that had to be a very large bag. That is a large bird. It's a magic bag, and it lives in it. As oh. Apparently not anymore. Huh. I scream, Axpeak! <laughs> and then I scream, Kevin! You've managed to destroy one of your bag of tricks creatures entirely. That's a talent I've never seen before. How are you manipulating it through the space now? Uh, I think about moving it and it moves. So was Can you think about resizing it and making it smaller? And you, and you see him think, uh, and nothing seems to happen. It appears that I can just move it only. That's great. Are you going to come kill Mamon with us with that? Oh no, this, we need to, we need to do something about this. You um, should just shove it at Maman and see what happens, really. I, I am on the same wavelength. We should find a way to bring whatever this is with us. How? I don't know. We will let Flynn figure this out. Yes, we can, can barely, to it and control we it. can, we can barely figure out how to carry our own swords without stabbing ourselves. Do we want to bring That's only Rakis. That is only Rakis. That's oh fair. yeah, that is and then I like call my flambers to my hand without even thinking. And I duck immediately seeing his hand do the gesture. I'm pointing to the sky. Look at the angle of my hand on Twitch. I if don't you're care. You're watching the, uh, the chandelier is like shing, 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 as, as it <laughs> goes up into it. What's left of the chandelier? Yeah. Um, oh, uh, this. Uh, I'm keeping this thing. This is going to be great. You are certainly not. I feel like it may belong to us, at least temporarily. It what slowly do- moves in your direction. Uh, oh, it's coming with me. 
it's well staying here i'm just gonna i'm not gonna uh feign away from that i'm just gonna say i feel like it may serve us best seeing as we are going to fight and erase the problem you cannot i'm i'm, I'm gonna stand up and be like flynn we don't want to have this fight You do not. <laughs> I do not. I do not either. It, it will not end well for any of us. My, uh... Back it off. Oh, uh... Back it off now. You can take four the, against one. Do you still have your sword up? I, it's pointed. Is it still inching towards me as its point as my? No, no, no. It's it moved a little bit and then stopped. Okay. Ruckus, put it away. Fine. I'm gonna maintain eye contact, but slowly lower the flambers to the table. And he backs it off, maintaining eye contact, and you just see it go a little bit into the wall, and then he goes, "Oh, oh, shit." And it kind of moves out a little bit, and there's a hole in the wall. It's... Can I detect magic if there's like a thought connection between him and the thing? Or uh, let me just—I uh, need to read up on the exact spell. Oh God, we're all going to die. Oh, will we? Yes. <laughs> a mystery. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, detect magic. Nice cup, Aaron. Where did you get it? It's a beautiful cup. Thomas gave it to me from Quest and Gale. You can find it on a merch <laughs> store. Merch. Hashtag buy that merch. Buy that merch. Slash merch. Slash. Not a real hashtag. Uh, did, uh, so detect magic uh, if you would like to make an arcana check as well All right. yep. so, uh, so you pretty good you actually you don't see a link oh mate I get a plus six and I, that's what I roll alright nope. I'm okay with a reroll friend um we yes have, okay we have 12 inspiration it. use two of it mate I'll take it Wait, wait, wait. Can't you can't you do your divine god thing? Me? Yeah, right? Oh, no. It's not the skill gu guidance, Trusting? but it won't help here. It no. won't help here. Actually, it would cuz But I'm too low. That's true. But here, okay. So, yes, you're you right. You can't retroactively do it as well. No, not 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 retroactively, but as as Uzo is staring at this thing and like squinting trying to get a second look at, it, I'm going to reach over at cuz he's sitting across from me. I'll reach over and like touch his arm across the table and give him guidance to add a D4 to uh, right. the check. To the next roll. This first. To the next roll. Ooh, I don't think I'll need it, but thank you. You're welcome. Um, oh. 20. That D4 helped. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Get used to it, Thomas. I took oh. guidance as, as my next cleric uh, cantrip. And... I'm gonna I'm gonna add a D6 to my roll. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm just trying to detect magic. Uh so with an arcana I'm check, you can actually uh so you detected so you detected um the that you think you could gain control of it. 
Oh shit! Okay. Ah! <laughs> Can we throw a d6 at it? Can we? No? Yes. We haven't done it yet. Wait. Do we have a card? Oh, we do. We do. Rolled a twenty. I thought. Right. We've rolled yeah, a couple. What are our cards? A... Uh, skill check. We have the skill check one. One d8 after making a skill check. There do it. Is. Do it. I just realized. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> We still have the D6. We still have the inspiration if we want to use uh, you know no, what? We, can't. So, we use so it on you, the mural. So like you are that. sitting across from him as you guys just start like staring at each other and having this mental battle of control of this thing. And it starts to kind of shake and sort of kind of violently move around dangerously as you guys are doing this. Uzo breaks the connection and he stops and he stands and he holds his hand out. Sorry about that. I was, I did not intend to gain control. I just wanted to know how you were doing that. And it seems that you are controlling it with your mind. You can have it, but it is a curious thing and it would definitely benefit us. Um, I know this may sound unbelievable from a priest of Asmodeus. Uh, but I don't think this thing should exist. Um, I completely agree with you. That thing is antithetical to life. If anything, I may just mount it in the front hallway and just leave it there for intruders. That's Until not someone... <laughs> I would also like to interject. Are you shitting me? <laughs> Thank you. Look... At what I, I am only been a magic user for quite some time. And even though my mind has become sharp recently, it is dangerous to keep around. So either destroy it or, or let us take it with us. But I agree. This is something that is the, and he kind of like squints as the detect magic power is pretty powerful. This is yeah. not natural. How There's no way Thomas is letting us get away with this. <laughs> I can't believe I rolled two ones. Not a chance in the hells. <laughs> you could put it in your bag of holding. Yeah. I feel like that would end really badly. Oh, it's not. What's the chances, though? <laughs> Hi. As long as everybody it's stands within to... 10 feet of it. Right. Ha. Okay. That tells me a little bit more about it. Thank you. We no. real to do it. Yes. And then we stand 20 feet away. <laughs> Why or do you hate Squeal? What's wrong with you? Squeal's a nice person. I just feel like Squeal would do it. Okay, fine. Not Squeal because we love badass music. Then any civilian that thinks we're awesome, let's just like abuse that kindness just for a second. Not Why don't normal. we use another one of the animals out of the bag That's what and I see was what thinking. happens to no, them? We've already <laughs> one of them we can't get the axe beak back now that is the not crazy answer yes i agree <laughs> <laughs> and also use a civilian what the fuck is wrong with you if they wanted to we would ask Adrasi them they will fight you tooth and nail every step of the way for that answer in my mind um, of tuesday nights inform them and <laughs> like no so lies fully inform them and say yes you will this is ain't this ain't this is a 99 percent chance this ain't gonna end well for you Uzo and save the rest. Uzo looks at him and he turns to Remy. He says, "There are a lot of curious things happening here that 
require explanation as he pats the side of Kumara. Um, do you mind if I speak with him? Right. Um, let us finish our business here first and then... And absolutely. Yes. Um, um, Mr. Flynn, do we have any further business with you and yours? The, the Cult of Maman business has made us very strange bedfellows. Do you require anything else from us? We do not. Uh, we are thankful. How thankful? For... And he just kind of <laughs> uh, grabs a small pouch and then reaches his hand like elbow deep in it and just like pulls out another small pouch. Puts it down. You hear some coins. That uh, we can give you. I have a, a strange request for you. Do you have anyone who can cast identify? Oh, I can cast identify. And I'll, 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 I'll reach into the bag of holding and pull out the two rings that we got from the Cult of Maman. They're ours, uh, but I'd like to know what they are. I'm reaching up, grabbing the coins and looking through them. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I, I did notice the two uh, tan rings, if you will. The two, uh, the, the two uh, marks where, where someone was wearing rings on tan lines, yes. And he's about to cast Identify um, when instead he <sighs> give me 10 minutes. Ah, do it as a ritual instead. And he does it as a ritual while you guys can discuss all of your things or you can just fast forward 10 minutes. How, how, how much is in the, uh, the, the pouch? Uh, in the pouch is 60 platinum. 60 platinum. I am. Yep. Was that 600 gold? I think it's a 10. Yeah. Gold. yeah. Yep. So that would be 15 platinum per, I think, if we want to split up. I think it should go to the paying the crew fund, the general fund. We did just empty it out a bit. I'm not good at keeping track, just make it. I consider it a success nonetheless. I mean, that's 600 gold. Are we going to put all 600 gold into the crew? Of time. What? You discuss it later. And, yeah, as he just says, over time. Uh, and then... Uh, <laughs> oh. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting? Yeah, yes, this one uh, is a ring of radiant resistance. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I can. That one could come in handy, but hopefully not anymore. Hopefully, there are less wars that need to happen. And, uh, and the other one, he actually casts a spell and says, "This, uh, this is a ring of protection." Huh. Well, Too much I like the one that your halfling wears. I, I ha I'll, I'll like flash my hand. I have one as well. There are many like it, but this one is mine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Does does anyone in our party not have a ring of protection at this point? I do not, but I have another ring. I mean, if you have, if you, if you, if you, have, if, uh, you have an extra spell slot, or Ruckus has an extra spell slot, or not spell slot, attunement slot. slot. Uh, As you guys are talking about like your ability to use magic items, uh, he does turn to Ruckus and say, uh, "The one that you wear, um, you don't need to anymore." Well, I don't know. Maybe you do. Probably not. Is anyone in the hells still looking for him? Yes. Please, tell me. Is there anyone out there left? Well, I mean, I suppose Maman is... is I, at this point, I am assuming Maman is, knows something is coming. I don't know if he... I don't know if he knows that you're coming for him. I mean, to be fair, even those who know that we're coming for them don't ever expect us. It's interesting that way. Ruckus, I've stopped using my name. I am Slade, once again. You should be out in the open. And God help them if they get in your way or seek you out. Unless you no longer wish to be Malcolm. If you're ready to, if you're ready to let that boy die and take on Ruckus permanently, it's up to you. I know one thing. Malcolm died with his family, with the Quins that day. But the Quinn name will live on. I will not be a highborn anymore. I am Ruckus Queen! And I'll stand up at the table itself and call the Flamberge again. Uh, from Even though the, tam- the Flamberge is laying on the table, it's just going to call up. <laughs> and and, and ching, 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 twing, as it tits. <laughs> it's the chandelier. <laughs> I'm just cheering him on in the gra- at the ground. <sighs> And I'll, I'll look at him and nod approvingly. Ruckus Quinn, nice to meet you. Good to be here. And he'll slide his blade into his back. Or not into it, you know what I mean? Into sheath. Kill himself right then and there. Uh, <laughs> just a, yeah, yeah, in the sheath. In the, in the, well, does he miss the sheath? bloody ring on your finger, Ruckus. I, I, I think I think Mr. Flynn was was insinuating that you no longer need the amulet, and having a little bit of extra protection would be good. That does make sense, yes. And then he'll pull. Then he'll sit down and pull off the uh, amulet of protection. And I'll, I'll 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 reach over and take it and slip it into the bag of holding. We can we can sell it. Get a little, oh, bit, of extra, a little bit of extra. Gold. I, thank you. I am not an amulet person. This has been killing me. <laughs> Not everyone's um, cut out for necklaces. It's all right. <laughs> so uh, we were raided. Uh, so I wanted to say thank you. We are doing some role playing here. We appreciate it from the raid from friends who roll dice. 
Thank you for coming. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, friends who roll dice. We are also friends who roll dice. Yes, Yes. we are. We've been friends for for two years as of today. Mm -hmm. Well, we made characters exactly two years ago. Uh, I just put a link in the chat. Um, We're doing a giveaway for some massive RPG books. Uh, If you follow us on Twitter and uh, Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to our newsletter, you get, uh, and our YouTube mostly, you get a chance to win over $200 worth of RPG bucks. All right, so we are back to, uh, we are finishing up this arc with now Ruckus Quinn. Ruckus Quinn. Yeah, and and Andrasse very definitely notes that as, all right, this has been a watershed moment. He has chosen a name. Elves, man. (laughs) I'm still calling you crotch friend. (laughs) I don't think anyone could break you of that habit, Remy. Seeing as that's a part of our family, friends. (laughs) Yeah, I'm okay with that. All right. Uh, And uh, Flynn just kind of suddenly has this weird look on his face. He looks around, he goes, Benny! Uh, And the door kind of opens up. He's like, oh. He's like, where's breakfast? He's like, oh, I forgot breakfast. And what have we been eating? I didn't have the spoons for it. And he takes off running. We've been eating bread and fruit. What was sitting on the table? Wait, Flynn! (laughs) Right. My apologies. Um, If you are free to stay as long as you like, I am going to take this thing and find somewhere secure for it for the moment. But can I ask you a question real quick? Um, sure, certainly. We had a, a member of the cult of Maman or something like that um, poison some food in Waterdeep. Um, do you know if those that we've just dispatched had anything to do with that? From uh, from what we understand, yes. Uh, the Oloran character was the uh, one who did that. See, that's where we're from, Waterdeep. Oh, I, I, I travel there occasionally. Do you really? Yes. As long as you leave that annihilating sphere, TM, uh, away, uh, you're welcome to come to our tavern, actually. We have oh, it. The tavern. irregular tavern, yes. Yes, it's on Troll Skull Alley, actually. In uh, in the North Ward. Oh, wow. I, yeah, I often visit Troll Skull Alley. Do you? Yeah. You don't go to Froon's Brews, do you? Oh, I do. Oh, man, he has um, the, the best... Uh, decor? Ale. Yeah, the, oh. the weird, the weird, what is it, an Otiago on the wall? Oh, no, oh. no, friend, you you must come and try our, our great stout. You will never, ever try Froon's Ale again if you try that. It is the great stout. And if I dare say, Remy here is a bit of a snob when it comes to wine, so we have I am. And the great that. stout is in the Guinness Book of Records. This world now has Guinness Book of World Records. 
Well done, Remy. People would be coming far and wide for our stout. This, I secretly believe, this was your sole uh, motive behind coming on these missions. Free promotion. Absolutely. Are you kidding? We spread the name of the Irregulars. Come see our tavern. You really should bring your friends. Just leave the annihilating spheres at home. Please. Oh my god, that is good branding. Did, did you have something you actually wanted to ask me? Breakfast. <laughs> Let's have some I thought breakfast. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have some breakfast and move on. Got a little carried away. Dear Flynn, <laughs> your evidence, dark hole, black sphere, whatever you call it, to erase the estate that uh, that harbored so many of my uh, traumas. Could you do that? Could you just destroy the base that you found the black hole in? Does that make sense? Hmm. That would be um, conspicuous. Uh, I think that would be uh, noticed. But why does that matter? If you do it wrong. We, okay. I see that it has trauma for you. We will take care of that. Thank you. You can ideally just rub that thing all over the the house, like outer wall, house, honestly, barn. Honestly, and all you'd like... have to do, all you'd have to do is hit the supports and it would crumble in on itself. I mean, you could leave no trace of this entire house, right? Like this, you just run this thing over like a whiteboard on MS Paint, and it just like slowly eats it up. Well, I, I, I suppose the real question is: Did you find anything on the second floor? Um, we saw evidence of some sort of devil or demon or something that. Uh, there was definitely. There's definitely evidence that there had been an ice devil there for quite some time. Uh, and a lot of water damage. Fair enough. Nice devil, huh? I dated one of those. I just, no? I, 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 I just look at him. No? Right. He looks at him too. Cap, you have brought me out my slump. And I want to high-five you if you do it. <laughs> Yay! Some, someone gets me. Thank you. Yes. But I, I maintain a stern face the whole time. But, um, what, what, what do you intend to do with the rapier and the mace that turn people into lemurs? Ooh, did you know that that's how we finish them off? Well, that is... That is... Poetic. I cannot, I cannot, well I cannot yes. believe for a second that you haven't seen those weapons before. Uh, uh, well, we have definitely seen them. Uh, we typically do not use them. Um, we prefer any souls to be voluntary. So what are you going to do with those? I think uh, I think that is a question for our Lord, to figure out. I would personally prefer if you fed it to that sphere. Hmm. We if will you, give that a shot. If if your if your goal is to have voluntary souls, those are very much 
involuntary weapons and having them existing means that there's a chance that people will use them to involuntarily send souls to your war. Very well. Any other uh, demands? <laughs> Requests? You Request and, and then we'll leave you alone. I wouldn't count on breakfast. Fair enough. Shall we, gentlemen? What is the name of the establishment, Remy, that we are headed towards the pub in town? Do you remember? Uh, well, that's back down. First, I want to find a, a shop here that might have a toy. Um, actually, could we, could we just take a moment? Um, Uzo and I have to go discuss something up in the room very briefly. And we'll be back. All right. And I promise right. it's not weird. Pushing um, his legs. Bullshit. I'm, I'm going to go sit out in the sunlight. I'm feeling very sunlight inhibited at the moment. I'll sit here and eat my emotions and talk with Flynn if I can. I'm, I'm going to grab like, like one, a half loaf of bread and go and sit outside in the sunlight because still very pale. Um, okay. I had a thought, but I forgot it. So I know that feeling. <laughs> Let us start with Uzo and Remy. Slade. Uzo and Slade. There we go. Are, are, are you going by Slade now and not Remy? Uh well, you should ask him. Um Fair enough. Say. So come so you... Remy, let's go upstairs. Okay. Can we go up? You okay, Remy. Yeah. Um, I don't you know want... how you want to do this, but um, you're more than welcome to listen. But I think the time for secrets is over. Whatever we are walking into, we need to know what Kumara knows for the sake of the group. I agree. And I draw Kumara out. And uh, hold him right in front of uh, Uzo, not pointed at him. I'm standing next to Uzo and just angling it in front of him. Uzo reaches up and grabs the hilt at Remy's hand. Come to us, Kumara. (laughs) Oh, very well done. You guys, so impressed. What do you want to know? One, there is a lot I want to know. But first, the amulet I have. What is the origin and what does this mean to you? That is the true symbol of the one who calls himself Tendar. That the clerics, the priests used to use for their power. And hopefully will again soon. The previous occupant of this blade did not make their mission, which I assume is also why I was enlisted. 
and given these gifts. You, what be, what befell that person? What happened to them? That person was me. What? Yes, this blade was at one point I was I wielded this blade. This was my blade. I was the hex blade. And when I fell, I went into the blade. Is this your punishment for failure? I don't think so. I don't know why. I was fighting uh, magic users at the time, attempting to breach the building. Did, did Behamet put you into this? Blade, Kumara? No. No, the magic users did. The mages. When you were enlisted, a lot of the powers that I now possess, they were once yours, yes? Different or powers. Or yours different? I... I had the Eldritch Blast, but but I I fought with the blade. I used my magic to enhance my blade, my skills as a swordsman. No, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. The next question is very important to me. Please choose your words wisely. The person who was the transition between the previous and yourself, who handed you the blade. Medusa. What is her? Is she beholden to Bahamut? She was once a priest of Bahamut. I'm sorry, of uh, priest of Dendar. You, you can tell that he wanted to say Bahamut and almost mm-hmm. didn't. Actually, <laughs> you tricked me, Warren. Uh. <laughs> Has she fallen out of favor? No. She used uh, the skills that she had when she no longer had the magic to find people who were worthy, some more worthy than others, as it may be. So it is possible her happenstance into my life may have been another mission from her God. Most certainly. 
she was looking she was looking for individuals that had the need for justice Dendar is the god of justice what you do to people that deserve it he looks favorably upon How did you? Yeah. He, he he almost says the word thespians, but doesn't. <laughs> uh, hold your tongue there. That is a tight point of contention among us. Still up for debate. He did say people but who deserved it. Very fair. How did? How far did you come to freeing the one who calls himself Denda? could not find the deed. Who's going to hold his chest? Is the key. Um, Do you know who these people were that took your life and bound you to this sword? Should we expect any resistance from them? Maybe, maybe not. They were, um, they were not uh, against this mission. They were uh, a poor decision on my part. I've been there. We're rats, right? Terrible. Yes. His name was Radical. Wood. Radical. If we come across this Radical, I will personally send his regards, you, him, your regards. Oh, but we will would... be there together, for sure. Radigan? Really? It's not, not what you think. It's a different Radigan. It's not! Um, <laughs> this dwarven cleric, will he, will he know what to do with the deed? Where to find it? Will is this the next step on our path? Uh, I don't know what he wants with you. Um, but I know that there are others out there who used to be powerful, who still serve as they can. Perhaps he was sent to you just as I was sent to Mr. Remington. I need to tell you something else, Uzo. Kumara told me that they are a key. I assume to unlocking and breaking the bonds that hold Dendar. The blade itself is a key. Yes. I didn't want to distract us from our tasks at hand, so I haven't told you yet. 
appropriate to reveal now. Thank you, Remy. We have an address. We have a key. We need a door. Where, in your estimation, Kumara, could we find one? This dwarf might be able to point you in the right direction. And then follow the deed. It's and not then easy. Do the deed. Sorry. Yes. Not huh. the time, Remy. Is it ever really? Does anyone ever approve of my puns? <laughs> the problem with finding Darylin is you have to find the right spot. The ocean is vast. Mm. Luckily, I'm familiar with that. We all are now. Back on the water we go, maybe. Yes, and make sure we're at least 60 feet away before fireballing uh, another vessel. <laughs> that was awesome, by the way. <laughs> like, in the sense of the word, like, oh, wow. Yeah, the original sense of the word. Yeah. Not like college frat boys use it now. <laughs> truly, truly awe-inspiring. If you two wouldn't mind breaking up your pitter-patter, I have a serious question for you. He is searching out others. He is sending Medusa to do that bidding for him. In your guesstimation, is he looking for my replacement? What are the odds I am being sent on a fool's errand? If there are others, they either did not make it this far or they are still on their journey. That's understandable, casting a white net. You will know if uh, if his prison is broken. Do you have any divination powers? Can you see, can you sense people? Can you give me insight to a person? No. I do like stabbing now though. For some reason that feels really good. Hmm. Well, you are in good company because this one only cares about penetration too. Okay. So, I think our time is done here, Kumara, but if you remember anything that would be useful, it would be reasonable to mention it before we face danger. Thank you, sir. Let's go. Well, and I just say, don't worry, Kumara, I trust you implicitly. Put me in the sheath next time. Um, shit. <laughs> uh, can I in can I post event insight Kumara's how much I take Kumara's words as canon? I don't know. As, as, canon. as not canon as uh, truth as 
Um, demon sword would lie to me, maybe. Ah, no, totally trustworthy. Face value, knife value. Uh, I mean, you. Yeah, I mean, you definitely. You got the sense that he told you more than he's told anyone ever. Um, yeah, I thought, or not. I thought it was yeah. a sword. Sword. <laughs> Dagger. Sword. Whatever it is, I can't. They are nothing now. They are an inanimate object. Hey, they're sentient. Be nice. It's not, that's not a cruel thing. That's more like of a. Yeah, never mind. I'm not going to justify. It. Just regard. <laughs> right. We don't know what the sword says. It they. On what? Uh, I feel like that fits. No. Is <laughs> that Yes, yes. He is a giant brat. <laughs> Put the sword away, Remy. Before we visit this Jarod stone thrower, we should tie up the loose ends. Not, that is the wrong phrasing. We should see to your little one and make sure you are as comfortable as you can be before we move on to the next stage in our journey. Because I fear that we will need your complete focus. Boss. I appreciate that. Shall we go meet the others and get to it then? Now that we've wasted the whole episode. (laughs) Episode. Still in upper town. It's 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 only ten in the morning. We woke up two hours ago. Why are you in such a rush? Sorry, just eager. So it's interesting. It is not ten in the morning. It is uh, probably afternoon uh, because you. You, you it slept was near, pretty late. <laughs> it was near dawn when you got there. You slept for eight hours. Oh, so okay. Um, maybe that's why breakfast wasn't ready. It was lunch. <laughs> Just it's still lunch time. This is a terrible hotel. We're like three. <laughs> <laughs> no one was. It was. It didn't strike anyone as odd when we like went to bed at eight a.m. Nah, <laughs> not them. <laughs> Even they knew what we were up to. So okay, so you guys, uh, you guys pack up your belongings and you head outside. Um, you notice that uh, as you in- enter the for the foyer, uh, there is a black sphere kind of like right in the entranceway. I'm gonna give that as wide a berth as is physically possible. <laughs> I'm gonna what? keep going exactly like I was and be like, you see, there are some advantages. <laughs> Ugo what? kind of finagles around it. And he's, I have this strong feeling that we will be seeing that device again. Seems likely. Shall so we? you got make your way outside. Are you, uh, uh, so. Before I walk out, I just want to say to the, to the dark sphere itself. Listen, we are on a goal more important than anyone else in this world. And if you are a sphere of sentience, you will understand how important the foxy irregulars are to every living being's existence on this planet. Remember that, Dark Sphere. Remember that. And I'll just leave. <laughs> Uzo runs up behind him and pushes him into the spe- No, he does not. Do <laughs> <laughs> I would have supported him. <laughs> So we'll make our way down toward the lower city, stopping off somewhere to get a toy for baby Remy. 
we, he's not yeah. a baby. We will. Uh, he's a quarter uh, late. As, as, as far as Andras uh, is concerned, he's about this tall. That's Captain so Baby Remy to you. <laughs> <laughs> there are some things you know about uh, young Remy. Uh, is that uh, he's into swashbuckling. Hmm. Uh, he uh, has a lot of energy. Hmm. He's five years old. Of course, he has a lot of energy. <laughs> that's kind of well, okay, and that's kind of all you know about him. <laughs> so I'll I'll say to Uzo, I I don't know. Do you think he'd like a hat, like a hat like mine? I think maybe he something would like he could to grow into. You have a giant purple hat with a giant purple feather. <laughs> That you bought. Not this, not this hat. I, I think, in addition to a gift uh, that you've bought on the market, a personal artifact might be worthwhile. Personal artifact. Something that he can grow into. You're absolutely right about that. Randy. And he takes off his uh, um, scarf that was on his, that used to be his eyebrow. Uh, his eye shield and he kind of holds it in his hand and he smells it and he's like these things mean more than toys to kids hmm. yeah but all I've got are knives <laughs> you have you have your original hat mine your tricorn I think I have it in the bag of holding if you want to give that to him I think that's uh, very fitting. Very, very fitting indeed. All right. Well, I have it if you would like it. Remy, if I could give you any push, any step closer to a child that has not known their family, is a good step. Any step closer. Thank you, Rockus. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna march on a little. Um. I I agree. Uh, let's. Let's go find myself another hat. I'm not wearing this out to sea. I go to right. see if so, any anywhere might have a hat or whatever. We are going to uh, call it there for the evening. Oh. We will we will off camera do some shopping. No, uh, <laughs> what? Oh, come on. Boots of, speed. <laughs> Boots of speed. Boots of speed. <laughs> we do want to stop off and find and see if those were uh, available at the place. So uh, we will we will pick up next time with you leaving Upper town uh, <laughs> so that we can say you've left upper city uh in this episode what was the episode <laughs> called leaving upper city nah. uh, uh, no it was <laughs> it was called a weary traveler yeah so i had to shoehorn in a lot earlier than i had uh, planned on doing <laughs> we were in the squad <laughs> uh, but uh yeah, so the the the, the sphere of, of annihilation, um, the tomb of horrors module, was um, 
like, you know, there's like this green mask and the mouth is this black sphere. And, you know, I was, my brother ran us through that and I, yeah, I was in grade school and it's like in the entrance way to the tomb of horrors and like 30 minutes into playing D and D and that's making a character as well. Right. So it's like make a character and then start playing D and D. I jump headfirst into the thing thinking it's a portal to somewhere awesome. <laughs> and, then, and then my brother trying to explain to me that, no, I didn't pop out the other side. You, you're done. It's, 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 it's over the game. You've ruined the game. And so, so how, how was how was the this? other side? How was the portal to something good? You <laughs> held like, oh. on to this childhood trauma for decades <laughs> and then inflicted it upon us. He almost got me. I was Uzo was gonna run his hand across it. Don't do that. <laughs> no, I mean when we were in the dungeon, when we were in the basement trying to figure out what it was. Wow. Like yeah, touching it to be like, does it give a reaction? Like, no, I just lost a pinky. Yep. Yeah, I was, I was also, hoping somebody would investigate it. Also, kind of out of character, but who wants the ring of uh, radiance resistance? I don't need it. I cast radiance. People aren't going to throw it at me. Give it to Ruckus. He'll need it. Now, I want to save my third uh, uh, spell attunement? slot or attunement slot to something crazy, something stupid. So, Not the uh, ring of protection? The ring of <laughs> the ring of fucking protection. I thought it was plot worthy. I think it helped. I th I think I don't know. I uh, I hope it did. <laughs> I'd like you to be at like twenty two AC or whatever you would be. You should put that ring on. That is not. Oh, that's what that would do. It's mm. that's not what it does. It's, so of... if it's like if it's like my bracers, um, it doesn't stack. It's not, it's so not. yeah. So like when I have the octopiers off, I'm. I'm at 16, but when I put it on, they kind of negate each other. So I'm at so, 17. No, the, the ring I, of protection you ring can, of prote can I wear have with a ring armor. of protection. I wear one. You can't stack rings of protection, but you can stack that on top of armor. Yeah, you can wear it with armor, but basically it gives you plus I'll one. I'll take that. Plus <laughs> one AC, and it gives you plus one to all saving throws. Wait, I got to attune to it, though, right? Yeah. I mean, duh, but how many slow walking through the upper city? I'm full. I'm full. Aha! I'll take it. <laughs> Here we are. I already so, have one. I can't have another one. So I'm. I'm literally. I literally can't. In the um, chat, uh, Moose two twenty twenty two seventy one said uh, their first time in the Tomb of Horrors, the entire party jumped into the sphere. Of the <laughs> to explain what happened to the first person. <laughs> Did they get complaints about this module. Did people like write them angry letters? So, so like. Eight years ago, like AD and D, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, stuff was stuff was. You were meant to die in AD and D. Um, so, like eight years ago, there was a Halloween party that we went to, um, and somebody was running Tomb of Horrors, like the three point five uh, conversion of it. Uh, the DM Horrors or Tomb of Annihilation. Tomb of an Tomb of Horrors. Yeah, sorry. Um, so what I did is in that character, like I, I didn't really want to play, but. I was there. Like so so the first thing I did is I ran and jumped into the into the sphere and, and the DM's like, what, what 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 what? Like, yeah, oh, I guess I can't play anymore. <laughs> I can see why people are doing it. Uh so they probably jump see the first person jump in, they're like, Oh, he's gonna get all kinds of cool powers and then like they jump 
<laughs> I could just imagine IRL, the one person who's like left behind is like, maybe that wasn't a good idea, just waiting for their friends who yeah. never come out. <laughs> yeah, just they're gone. They're just, they're just deleted. So, oh man. That's oh, apparently, yes, they got very angry letters. <laughs> it would not surprise me. That is like Tomb of Annihilation is built. You don't play that unless you have five backup characters rolled. <laughs> That's where you re-roll the campaign and say, fuck that shit. There is a there is a version of Tomb of Horrors in the back of the Yawning Portal uh book. Really? There's a con- IV conversion. I I have Yawning Portal still on my table. I should look at that. I had at least one backup character, you know, Ruckus's mentor, Rufus. Yeah. You know, that guy's a Brooklyn accent. He's gonna be perfect. He's not gonna fit at all in this. <laughs> Rufus totally, the elf. Totally sounds like an elf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it totally sounds like an elf, but Andras is like, I don't understand your accent. <laughs> the majestic elf of all. From the south side of the forest. <laughs> I'm from the south side of the forest. What the fuck is this? Hey. Outside is Jersey. <laughs> so Jersey. cool. So thank you guys. Uh it was a lot of fun. You're right. You're right, Bo. Tuesdays are a lot of fun. Um, I love this place. And this uh, honestly, I loved this episode. This was this was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Um, I felt like the you know I felt like there was some character development in there. Uh, I felt like you know there's some lore dump. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a couple of skill challenges. <laughs> well, and, and, <laughs> a couple and, and, of unforeseen is... skill challenges. Yeah, that, and, that, and this happens at the end of every arc that we do, where we take where we take an episode or two to just decompress. What would you have uh, if we would have stayed tied at 22 over the fight for that spear? How would you have decided that split? We weren't getting it, man. Yeah, you weren't getting it. Uh, it how would, would you have... how would you play that out as a team? Uh you you would have made a deck save and you would have it save or die. Wow. Shit. Yeah. It's like a tug of war, and then all of a sudden you let your end go. Wham! Yeah. Uh so yeah, so once once you get control of it too, you have to make checks. Otherwise it moves towards you. Wow. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that. so if you so yeah, so if you fail like your arcana check, it moves towards you and depending on how far away from it you are, it'll get to you. I wonder uh, I wonder what comparative level Flynn is to us. Uh, he's whatever level it would take to kill you. Strength <laughs> <laughs> level? That's pretty high. Pretty he, is level. he is not. He's a raid he is boss today. is what I'm hearing. He, yeah. he he upgraded as he you're it's seriously uh, funny how we keep encountering these people who could probably single-handedly run these missions by themselves. Like, what are oh. we doing here? Just okay, go in but there, that, Flynn. But, but that is the case with, like, every module you will ever run across. Yeah. Like, Liberal Silverhand mm-hmm. could have dealt with all of the, the Dragon Heist nonsense in her sleep over one night. But I'm busy dealing with politics. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, you know, what's the biggest stab in the heart it's like oh i've been watching the entire time so <laughs> give me a fucking hand here please <laughs> give you a fucking hand hey. he gave you three friends who are able to keep <laughs> your fucking ass alive that's right while you sit there and eat popcorn through a scrying portal or something and watch this like flies to wanton boys or we there's not guys. much that, that, that a trapped, there's not much that a trapped god can do and you know it yeah sure Oh, it was on on Toro Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we have uh, we have nine bits. 
going into the book of inspiration. Yep. Um, Thank you so much for donating the bits. We appreciate it. Yes, thank, thank you. you. Um, someone put that in Discord for me <laughs> under Chaos Agents. All right, fine. Um, oh, that is going to wrap it up. I... Join our Discord. Come say hi. Yeah, Discord. So hang with us. Yes, join our Discord. Uh, subscribe to our, our YouTube channel. Uh, all of the back episodes of the Chaos Agents of Natural One. We we do keep getting YouTube comments. When is it coming back? Um, so yeah, so so uh, for those of you watching, uh, it's coming back when we can meet in person again. Uh, as you can tell, we're still remote, um, but fingers crossed, we're moving in the right direction. Uh, idea. Wear your masks, people. Wear yeah. your goddamn masks! I swear to God. It's not even political. Just let's protect everybody. Just wear it, science, even if it's even if you think political. it's stupid. Particularly so, so my show can come back, please. Yeah. Science is not political. <laughs> Wear your fucking masks. Agreed. And don't put it under your nose. That does fucking nothing. Put it over <laughs> the mouth and nose. Every face orifice, except for eyes. If and you have and it, it's so weird. It's so weird walking in the store and seeing somebody doing that and not saying your penis is sticking out of your mask. Because I saw someone at the once store I saw that image. I saw someone at the store who today who was doing that, and I thought very seriously about being like, "Your, your mask, it's kind of, it's kind of slipped. You should." I, I see people. Your nose. I see people doing that. And I'm like, this person is wanting me to say something so that they can put me on the internet for confronting them, or this person is like, slow. Like that's. I'm like, either way, this does not warrant me. I, I, I am white pushing. female appearing. I will happily be the Karen if I have to. <laughs> like, Use your power for good. You know, <laughs> I feel like you have a level-headed opinion to this. I feel, but if I dread the day I meet a redneck in a Safeway recording uh, an employee doing their job saying, please just put on a mask. My boss told me to tell you this. And they're like, no, I got a gun. I own the flag in my home. It's on my shirt. And I know what to do. <laughs> I can, I'm a free. We're the Florida to the rest of the world. I'm just going to say uh, in Interesting. Or, uh, around here, the people that don't wear masks. Anyway, and we won't get into it. I, 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 I referred I refer to them not affectionately at all as rat lickers. Not political is what we opened with. For the overseas people listening science, to this, science that's actually a pretty spot on imitation. That, that anyone, Aaron did. The fact that anyone has turned science into politics drives me fucking out up, up the wall. Because well, it's so it we can have a whole thing on this anyway. Yes, we shouldn't talk about proven science in the seventies. It turned out totally wrong. So, let us <laughs> go. Who knew? who knew? Except for the people hey, who said. Hey, make sure oh. you smoke your cigarettes after your meal. It helps your digestive <laughs> tract. Hey, All right. Yes. Awesome. We're all going to freeze to death. In the next episode. So, goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Chaos Agents podcast on Quests and Chaos. Please visit our YouTube page and give us a subscribe for more tabletop content. And don't forget, you can catch us live on Tuesdays from 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Twitch and YouTube.
This podcast is supported by our Patreons, and we would like to give them a heartfelt thanks, starting Duke Vlieg and he who shall not be named. Our inspiration middle management is a force to be reckoned with, featuring Lady Bedivere, Ben Slislowski, Anonymous Dragon, Cheesecake Fries, Slyly Tove, Jen W., Paul, and Seth Jones. Our inspired patrons include Adam, Andreas, Jeremy, Jay Matthews, Reoccurring Dream, Cody, Lee, Megan Krantz, Red Dead, Coquette, Robbie Nowell, The Baroness, and The Apollyon. And a big thank you to all of the guild members out there. It truly means a lot to us that you have joined our Patreon. Not everyone has the means to support us financially, and that is okay. If you could, please share our content with anyone who might enjoy it. Until next time, keep the chaos alive. Is that a tagline?